Hello, welcome to the World Role Playing Exchange, and I've got a mouthful of Skittles. So this is going to be kind of, I'm slightly handicapped at the moment, but let's try this. Hello, I'm Adam, and, and we're going to be playing Time Watch. Now, so I could get these Skittles swallowed down and be able to talk because my jaws are actually starting to draw in because I got, a, I guess, a handful of the lime and the lemon ones. But I would like the character, like the players, to introduce themselves and jump right into describing your character in this time watch scenario and <laughs> go for it. I'll go first. Hi, I'm Aaron and I'm playing. Uh, let me bring up my character sheet. Uh, I am playing Rick Baker. I am a detective from the year 1975. Uh, I have a grudge against someone, but I don't know who yet. How did, how did you. Um... How did you get involved in time to, in Time Watch? What was the defining event that I'm placing you on the spot right now to come up with? Uh, I saw a Time Watch operative try and stop the assassination of John Kennedy. Oh my God! God damn! In yeah. the seventies, he made it. <laughs> uh, it's 1975 now. He was also alive in whatever year John Kennedy got shot. I can't remember. So you're from a 75. Oh, Wait, I'm from an alternate timeline where five twenty-five August six nineteen. What's what's a misfix lyrics for that? For oh, never mind. For bullet. Yeah. I don't know. Let's not repeat most of them because goddamn, that's yeah, gross. Rough. Anyway, but, uh, I've got it. I'm from an alternate t- timeline where John Kennedy wasn't assassinated until 1970. There we go. I would like to point yeah. out that you just committed like a taboo. And time Get watch, on. yeah, no, it's it's fine. It's like there's two things that like you can't do. Like you can't go back and assassinate Hitler because even if you assassinate Hitler, uh, nuclear war breaks out in the 1950s and it's a, just a world devastating event. And so, actually, the people who get shit duty at time watch, by the way, if you end up in a bad shape, you actually have to go back and prevent time travelers that are not time watch. From assassinating Hitler and starting, you know, nuclear war in the 1950s. And whenever you go back to try to stop the Kennedy assassination, and this is in the book, I'm not pulling this out of my hind end, like you come back irreversibly mad. Oh, so nobody knows how to solve that. That's written into the book. Wow. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, Alternate timeline, though. Alternate timeline. That works. So, um, Real quick, also, Adam, point of order. They don't make lime Skittles anymore. They're green apple. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. I'm glad we got like that on the record. <laughs> yeah, it's on the record. Send us money, Skittles. <laughs> yep. So, Ethan, introduce yourself, buddy. Well, now that we got that out of the way, I'm Ethan, <laughs> and I will be playing Albert. Uh, I am from 1985. I'm a Russian spy, and I'm a silverback gorilla. <laughs> you damn dirty ape. <laughs> What you need to know about me is a former enemy of Time Watch. Ooh. So mm. you undoubtedly have come from an alternate timeline as well that uh, we had uplifted grills in the 1980s? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I was going to say my Time Watch moment would have been me trying to stop the assassination of President Kennedy until that line about irrevocably insane. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that off. I would have loved to have seen like a big ape jump on the motorcade. Get down, Mr. President. <laughs> My God, it's a magic bullet and an ape. <laughs> awesome. 
So we'll get you started real quick. A couple of rules for everybody. Uh, both of you guys put yourself down for having the stitch. Stitches are stuff that, um, like bennies that we give out at the beginning of the game after character introductions. And pretty much like the GM and the players can give stitches to one another for great moments of role playing. These stitches can serve certain functions, like, you know, uh, you can for wave a time travel check or refresh a general ability two points or, you know, sub, such and other. But anyway, they get the stitches and we're going to get started. So, you guys are kind of new to Time Watch. Been on a few missions, but, not, but nothing solo. So, this is your first big, I'm going out and I'm, you know, there's no safety net. There's no senior officers or anything like that. You guys are jumping straight into the mission. And on this particular mission, your first one, you were excited, and then you get there, and it's a bunch of bullshit. You are currently flying over Germany, Nazi Germany, actually, in a, excuse me, I got it right here, in a Bristol Belheim British bomber. And it's just you two on the plane and the pilot. And basically, you have been sent back here because Time Watch has received some indication of an anomaly in the time stream in 1940s Germany. So you're just sent here as an observer. So how do you get a, a large silverback gorilla to ride in a British bomber without raising any questions? I'm going to guess we probably use some kind of image inducer. Yes. It's you guys in your basic, uh, I'm, I'm flipping pages. That's why I paused uh, in your basic, um, toolkit here you have uh a uh, i think it's called mesh i'm looking for it jesus i had the page marked and then i didn't have it marked but uh yeah you have a mesh on your character sheet that will allow you as long as you don't create any big disturbances that cause people to you know take notice of you then you know you you look like who you say you look like you just look like some upper level british um uh, British uh, military official. By the way, that item is called an impersonator mesh. You also have your uh, autocrons, which are your time machine. And for most people, it looks like a staff or a walking stick. Do any of you all have yours custom made into a particular design? Uh, I'm going to say that I do. Okay. It looks like a pocket watch. Okay. So you it clips on your uniform and looks like a pocket watch yes. okay awesome and uh you also have mem tags which are if somebody sees something that they shouldn't see see you send them tag them with the mem tag time watch sends somebody back into the past to retrieve this person take them back to time watch citadel which is outside of time and space and they brain fuck them take that memory from their brain drop them back off at the same time none the wiser you guys are also packing your pacifist neuro disruptor, which is basically a uh, stun gun. You have your tether, which is an AI assistant, which is, uh, these are also customizable. So, uh, Ethan, what was your character's name again? Albert. Albert. Albert, what is your mesh, uh, your tether? What does it look like? Uh, say the mesh itself or the disguise? It's, uh, I'm not the tether, the uh, AI kind of thing. What, what does yours look like to you when it appears to you? Think of it like a clip face. Also, what does your time machine look like? Because Adam forgot to ask you what it looks like. My apologies. Or if you were, you had a cousin. Uh, that's a good question. 
it could just be a staff. It could be a bracelet. It could be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't really bear any super importance here. It could be a banana because you're a gorilla. <laughs> Good one. The speciest. Very speciest. Uh, I'll say the uh, uh, autocron looks like a monocle. Okay, the autocron's your time machine, but okay. Yeah. And that works. So, yeah, so it's a, it's a monocle. So you kind of got a headgear, I guess you could say. Even if he went straight up, like you dropped the impersonator mesh, you have a headgear functions at it that you, I guess, can neurally link with. Sweet. Okay. What does your little muse look like? Yeah, what's your AI? Oh. Is it a talking banana because you're a gorilla? Here we go with this banana shit again. <laughs> Shameful. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, considering I am a communist gorilla from the 80s, uh, my my tiny AI is going to look like Stalin. Oh, God. Nice. <laughs> okay, seasons and memes. Okay, awesome. And finally, you guys also have armor with it's your Time Watch uniform. I think it gives you like a plus two yeah. or plus one. My, uh, my little muse thing, by the way. I'm sorry. Looks like. No, it's okay. It looks like uh, it looks like the wizard from the cover of Led or from the the stairway to like the inside of the Led Zeppelin four sleeve, the the one holding the lantern or whatever. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can take that. And finally, here's a nice little thing. Just keep everything going. You all with your AI, you have not you have a translator. So if you started speaking to a German, you wouldn't have to know German like the German language, like you always know what's being said to you, no matter who's saying it and when they're saying it. So it's a nice little device. So as you are flying over the high cloud cover here, nothing, you know, kind of dull. You're just man's in the front seat. You guys are in the um, secondary seats behind the pilot seat. Uh, nothing really going on. And then through the, uh, um, through the cloud cover. So as you're going through the clouds, you're going to make the bombing run, so forth and so on. Through the cloud cover, like you pass through it into an open spot, and then there is a German fighter plane just going straight at you. And your radio cra- uh, crackles to life. It goes, Nine, you've ruined my life for the last time. You've destroyed everything that I stand for. It brought nothing but a. <coughs> I did actually have to cough too. Ruin to the fatherland. But so Skittles, man. <laughs> I shall gain my final vengeance. And then a beam from the airplane, which they did not come equipped with in the 40s, whip right through, rips through the plane and clips your pilot. Putting well, a shit. Toe in his chest. <laughs> Action. Curse you, Red Baron. Uh, is there any, does it look like there's any damage to the controls or anything? <clears throat> it was at an angle. It's like there's been a whole breach of sorts, but it just went, it shot through the windshield, through the back of the seat, through the floor, and all. And it's about a fist size hole going through all that. So luckily it missed all the the mechanics of the airplane itself. That's good. Or hit your payload. Yeah. You are, Uh, you are flying a bomber. Oh, Oh, no. All right. Well, then I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pull the dead pilot out. I'm going to attempt to. To keep this bird in the air. Okay. So let's make a, let's see, do you have a piloting skill or what do you got? What are you going to use to, to do that? Mm. Because it's, it, when the point, when the pilots hit, he lets go with the, the uh, controls 
and the plane is starting to pivot down. So I would accept, for example, you know, athletics, if you were going to try to, you know, unbuckle yourself and hop up there really quick. Okay, I good, would also, I'm okay. noticing a heavy zero in vehicles. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Only now as I, yeah, I do have an eight in athletics, though. That's cool. So this is going to be a difficulty four. Uh, Ethan, it may be better for us just to bail out. So we were sent to observe something, though, right? Yeah. I'm guessing us being in the plane is significant to that, or? Yeah, that's where Time Watch told you to go. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to yeah. write this. I'm going to keep this bird in the air. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. So I can spend one athletics to yeah. add to the roll. That's how that works. Yeah. Okay. I will spend one athletics. Oh, that's a one. That's a one plus one is two. Okay. Uh, can I help him? How would you? Skill. I mean, I'm a very forgiving GM, which doesn't work well when I, put, I run Delta Green and stuff like that. But like, uh, how, how would you help him? Like, so it's really what has happened is, despite the fact that he looks like a little five foot six man. He's not a little five foot six man and trying to like navigate the tie corridors and that I actually dropped a picture of the uh, bristle Blenheim or whatever you pronounce that. I suck at that stuff, but uh, there's a picture of the airplane that you guys are in right now too. So like he just can't reach up to it. I mean, he's kind of stuck. So how would you fix that? Um, can I like jump over him to get to the controls? I would say that that would be uh, definitely difficult or if you, yeah, but if you want to go for that, yeah, you can can go over him. You could just like shove the shit out of him. I mean, whatever you want to do. I have nine athletics, so I'm going to try and just like parkour over him to get to the controls. Okay. That's a D6, right? Yeah, everything's a D6. You can put those other puppies to bed. (laughs) I am using a dice app, so, and I rolled a five. Okay. So, yeah, you managed to slide right past him easily. It's just, it's really like he just got caught on the aisle more so than anything else. So it's just minor little inconvenience and you get right past him. Now, I do want to point out a rule of time watch. And since the enemy went first, you guys can act. So basically, order is just all over the place on this here. You like... Whoever wants to go now, we could you know start looking at athletics and stuff like that to be particular, or you can just pretty much jump in whenever. But and I, w- I do want to throw this but out there, we do like a reverse serpentine kind of order too. So you know who wants to go first? Well, I'll go first. Who do you want to go next? Well, I'm gonna let him go next. That's fine. If you if the both of you go next, like go in order. Typically, he will get to go last. And then he gets to go first at the start of the order. So he gets two turns to your one. Does that make sense? So you go down the snake, get to his tail, and then you go back up it. Yeah. Kind of deal. But with the fact that you hopped into the plane, I mean, you went first. I mean, last, you get to go first this time. So you are in the seat of the airplane. What are you going to do? I am going to try and right the plane. I'm going to do what Albert couldn't do because he's too large and clumsy to get through the aisles. (laughs) Now, it's, it's just going to be a, a simple, just you're going to pull up and hope and pray, or are you relying on the skill itself? Uh, I'm going to pull up and hope and pray because I only have one one in vehicles. Okay. All right. Let's see what we got here. I rolled a four. Is okay. that good enough to pull up? 
yeah, I mean, we're saying that unless you're now, if you were fighting mooks and shit like that, you'd be difficulty three on hitting things and stuff like that. But I mean, these simple actions like yes, you four is fine. Yes, okay, so you pull the plane up. So your next decision is who goes next, the German mm-hmm. or Albert? Uh, what do you think, Albert? Do you want to go next, or do you want the uh, do you want to let the German go so we get two turns? Ooh, yeah. Um. Let me give you guys some suggestions here too, and this is just kind of getting us started into the um, into time watch itself. So, you pretty much like you got your abilities, and if you got points in it, I mean, you you, start, you know certain things. You get you can use your spins, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, for example, like you could use science. There's there's military tactics, like like just however you want to do it. Um, any any particular thing as you look through your stats, like if. Well, if you want him to go first next, then you can go next. But yeah, I do have military tactics at two. Can I like? Can I tell Aaron to? What's your character's name again? Rick Baker. Uh, Rick right. Baker. Rick Baker. Named after. So named after the uh, legendary Hollywood monster makeup artist. Anyway, go ahead. Can I, knowing what I know about military tactics, can I instruct Rick Baker on his evasive maneuvers? Here's what you get with military tactics. You saw the plane coming in. Now this is the zero. This is the um, the zero point fence. So this is just the first thing you notice. So when the ca- the plane just appears out of nowhere and does this really like as it flies past you, does this big strifing move, hits the pilot, and just keeps going. I mean, it's like when you all popped out of the cloud you were on top of each other. So you can tell that this person is a very skilled pilot. You can also tell with military tactics um, that the plane has uh, definitely been modified the way it's handling. It's going faster than planes should be going at this time period. And uh, so if you were wanting to do a spin, you were talking about doing a spin to actually shoot or something like that. What were you talking about? Oh, I was just saying I had military tactics. So I didn't know if I could like, you know, about the plane. Yeah. Um, you could, I mean, you were there any like turret on the plane to return fire. Yeah. You've got it. You've got the turrets. You have a tur- uh, gunner's little thing. And well, so, have, yeah, I have shooting at seven. Okay. Would that cover that? Yeah, definitely. So like I said, so do you want to shoot this time? Ty- uh, do you want to shoot this turn or do you want to, like figure out the most strategic approach to taking him down. You know he's you know the plane's faster than yours. Yeah. Like of course you're driving a bus and it, and it's driving a you know a little uh, Suzuki motorcycle. Yeah. Just so if you want to do the spend or anything. Uh. Yeah, I think I'll I'll spend a point of military tactics to see you know test to take okay. this thing down. All right, so I tell you what, to expedite the whole thing, and I do like point per point. So you want to use that, and con- I'll let you use that in conjunction with another skill. So you can use military tactics and shooting. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you spend mark the military and roll. Like if you want to make any additional spins on shooting, that's fine. I will. I will spend one point of shooting. Okay. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Oh fuck! That's a one. That's a one again. Quick, use your what's it called? Your thing. Oh, the stitch. Well, the yeah. stitch. The stitch only would modify it by one. Oh, so no. you have two right now, and you're shooting for a threshold of four. So I'll tell you what you do get from this. 
it's not an, a complete bust. So you, damn it, goddamn it, planes are moving fast, and you know it's moving fast, and you 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 think you have a beat on it, you get in front of it. Of course, there's not like there's any like readout on the gun or anything like that. You're just looking at like iron sights, essentially that big circular kind of sight deal on the on the guns. And you miss the shot, but you do, as you look at the plane, you realize that if you attack the unders, uh, if you shoot through his canopy, that's going to force the plane to slow down and it's going to make his plane less maneuverable. So you didn't pull the shot off, but you know that if you want to cripple him, that you need to hit the wings. I mean, hit the canopy. So that's that's what you get. So we're going back to the Nazi. So let's see. He has already passed you guys. So I'm going to, I'm going to see if he can make a, he's going to try to turn around and get behind you. And let me see. What is my, all right. Sorry, I'm checking my skills real quick on this guy. Okay. So let's see if he manages it. Five. Okay. He manages to write himself, turn around and he's coming up behind you. And since he went last. He goes first. So he is going to open fire on you. Let's see. And let's see. I am going to, because I want to I want to fuck your shit up. I am going to spend two points of shooting. And I have wrote a four, so that's going to hit. Uh-oh. Ah, shit. All right. So, and that's going to hurt your plane for, let's see, six damage. Let me give you a number right now. Your hit points were at 30 but oh you got armor that negates to okay so you got four you got uh 24 i mean 26 damage left on your airplane so it it is taking fire damn it okay so next who wants to go next uh i'm cool either way do you want to go first or do you want me to ethan uh why don't why don't you go first so i'll uh I'll call over to Mr. Baker and I'll be like, get me in view of that canopy. All right. <laughs> I'm going to look back in and go, sure thing, Magilla. And then I'm going to, I'm going to attempt to, uh, uh, maneuver, which I'm guessing is another D six for vehicles or, <laughs> uh, I mean, it could be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll use that. Roll to five. Hot damn. So you did it. Yep. Okay, so how did you do it? So he's coming up behind you. So what kind of impressive deal did you pull off here? I'm going to just quit accelerating, let the plane fall, let him go above us and be real confused, and then I'm going to start accelerating again and come up behind him. And that worked exactly like you thought it would. He was just bearing on you so much that <laughs> for some reason I'm reminded of Ernest Saves Christmas. I don't know if you've seen that movie. <laughs> when Ernest I is flying... Apparently, Ethan has since he laughed, or maybe not. But like, <laughs> yeah, I have. The, almost, the reindeer almost crash into the ground, and he gets them to stop in midair, and he goes air brakes, like something stupid. But airplanes don't have air brakes, so you're able to just throttle back. You're heavier, you drop quicker, and you time it just right because he just passes over top of you, or he's passing over top of you. I guess you could say since you're trying to get to that canopy. And you start accelerating again. The engines hum. Like you hear the protests of the plane. Like it. I don't. You don't know how many more times you're gonna be able to pull this shit off. But goddamn it, you tell me where do you want to catch him, Ethan? Like, are you shooting again? Oh, I'm shooting. All right, Albert. So, are you wanting him in front of you, or do as he passes over top of you? Are you gonna go ha 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 pop 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 pop? 
is it is it a bomber that he's in? No, he is in the. I dropped the image there. It's in a. Uh, you recognize it as a Messerschmitt. Oh, that it's was a good. just. It's just a. Apparently, this is just a souped-up German fighter plane. So, yeah, yeah. I kind of wanted to hit his cockpit to um, to slow him down. Okay, so if you're wanting to go for the cockpit, like, uh, let's see. Okay, or if, I mean, if he went above us and we're behind him, can I aim for his uh, like his rear rudder? You can aim at whatever you want to, man. Yeah, yeah. I want to like nick his ability to steer. Okay, that sounds good. All right, so. Yeah, go ahead and make the spin and roll the roll the die. All right. Oh, that's a four, and I spent one, so that'd be a five, right? Yeah, it's five. Yeah, you definitely yes. hit the threshold, and uh, with throw damage. Now, damage, of course, you're doing a D six. Um, with this being a high caliber kind of gun here on the plane, but I don't exactly have the stats on that, so I'm going to say it's probably going to be a, it's a. Uh, D6 plus, oh, it's, it's, it has it here. D6 plus two. Yep. Right. Only damage. That's a five. Five. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. You fucking shit up. Like, just going over. Like, it's kind of, you start with the spray and pray right around the cockpit, but as the plane goes back, I mean, you just follow just a complete line back and stuff. So, you know, he's moving pretty hit. So it's not, I mean, pretty fast. So it's not like you're getting a concentration on one spot, but you just pepper it down. And I need to keep track of how many points I got. So, okay. All right. Yeah. So you said you did it for five. That's, that's with the um, with the modifier, correct? Uh, that was what I rolled on the die was five. Uh, for the damage. Yeah. Oh, seven. <laughs> so that would be. Yeah, seven total. Yeah, so you've, right. de- you've you've definitely crippled it. Okay, so here's the, here's a decision that you need to make right now, guys. Does Aaron? Okay, so it was um, Aaron did his move. No, wait, it's my turn again. Never mind. I'm used to playing more than one player, more than two players. So boom, 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 boom. Okay, the radio still is cackling to life. Nine, and he is going to try to. Do a, I wouldn't say the barrel roll, but like a loop. I would, my aviation terms, I will call this a loop de loop. Like he's just going to try to go up, circle around, and then come into a firing position over top of you. So the first row, I'm going to make it for the uh, navigation of this. And let's see. Oh, that's right. I got a modifier for it being, um, being a wounded duck right now. So you see, you don't necessarily, well, I guess you did since you shot him. You see the plane pull up, but it's not cutting through the air like it used to, so to speak. It's just, he's going up, he's starting to make the move, but he just can't quite pull it off. It's going to, let's see, does he do it on the second trap? He finally, by the end of his turn, through his two actions, through two rows, he manages to come down at you. But he had to spend all of his time trying to get a beat on you, so he will not be attacking this round. So, airplane doing loop-de-loop. It is on the descent down towards you. So, in another turn, he will be directly, like, he will be right behind you and able to open fire. And whoever wants to go next, go next. I do want to point some things out to you real quick. Um, you have preparedness and you also have, uh, your time travel ability. The fun thing about this game is that, and we'll get into paradox and it's a mess of things a little bit later. You can say you have whatever the fuck you want on that plane. 
like we can use preparedness. We can use uh, to like more or less. We can do a flashback if you wanted to, like say that I don't know. At the base, you're going to go back in time in the future. Once this is over, you're going to go back into the base before you get on the airplane, and you're going to do whatever you want to have done to it. Mm. Could I go back in time just long, just far enough to let the pilot know that a German is about to shoot the hell out of us? You would be creating paradox. I'm glad you mentioned that, Aaron. Now, here's like here's where the game gets complicated. Is like <laughs> there's going to be moments where you're going to do something, and we're going to have to go. Smoke great, guys. Thorsberg's just got to figure out how the fuck this works. But like, if you know it exists, if you know this to be true, and you go back and change it, you create paradox, and then you've got to make a chrono stability road to avoid being damaged. And you are going to take some hits from it. You're probably going to have to spend, or you're going to roll at base. It hurts you. For example, if I open, I'm in a car. And I open the glove box up and I see that there's no gun in it. And then I'm like, well, I'll use my, I'll use my time craft preparedness, blah, 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 to go back in time and and put a gun in there. I can do that, but I'm going to have to make a chrono stability check because when I open that gun, that glove box back up, I'm going to see that there's a gun there. And I know that just a second ago, there wasn't a gun in it. Does that make sense? So those are things you want to avoid. Hmm. You know what? I'm still going to do it. I'm still, I'm going to let the pilot know, hey, you need to take some kind of evasive action in the next couple minutes. So. Wouldn't that negate the, but with your time craft, I will say this. With your time craft, you know that if you do that, any blow or damage that you have just performed onto this man, it's all negated and we're back at, you know, you wouldn't have been rushed over to the pilot seat. You wouldn't have been able to, like, he wouldn't have pulled off that shot and hit it. I'm just saying, like, if you do that, like, I know, see, it's, it, this is three dimensional chess that you're playing here right now. <laughs> um, I mean, if, like, for example, um, if you wanted, if I, well, ask me if you want to help first, because otherwise I'll keep my mouth shut. Uh, hmm. All right, Ethan, I, I'm against. Retconning the damage we've done to the plane, I'm sure you are too. Hmm. Do any of you guys have like tinkering or anything like that? I do have tinkering. Hmm. I have preparedness. Hey, Aaron, you can just make up stuff too. You're what prepared. Do you, you want to use like I have a device that's going to be the autopilot. Oh, think of it like that. Now, like that's a, the difference between that and the tinkering. Folks, this is a tutorial game for us, by the way. <laughs> and tinkering is just what points you're spending. So if you're going to burn through preparedness, you can say, well, after this event's done, I'm going to go back and I'm going to go back in time and rig up before the plane takes off an autopilot switch. Mm. <laughs> tinkering, he could do it on the spot and he can MacGyver the crap out of it with, you know, whatever and make the plane fly straight. Mm. Ethan, you want to do that? We can switch places. I can take over the gun, and you can uh, he's, start. He, What's up? He's got, he's got eight in shooting, or had eight in shooting. I've got seven. I have seven in shooting, so we could do that. We could switch places, but it's up to you. What do you think? How many guns is shooting as a gunner? Hmm. You also, now I'm putting this out here, just want you to think. Remember, you're in a bomber. It's true. Uh, okay, Adam. What kind uh, of sci-fi bullshit can you throw up with a bomb? Okay, I have an idea. Okay. Uh, can I say that using preparedness, I have some kind of 
device that will create a, a hmm, something something we could use to slow down time around us so as to be able to get into position to possibly drop bombs on this other plane well you uh with your knowledge uh, hold on i got this so with your skills in timecraft no. like your machine your machinery is already picking up that this you're picking up radiation coming off of the plane that shouldn't exist you you get you guess that this plane is actually also equipped with time traveling devices so like both of you it would be a harder thing to pull off since this plane also has time travel uh time travel capability if you're thinking about bombs and you're wanting to make a preparedness row again i'm not like i'm just kind of you know pushing you in a way i want you to think of these things in the future this is like i said tutorial mission why don't you think of it like this what can I do to the bomb? Like, you could do something to the bomb to make it not a bomb. Mm. Like, can you... Like, oh, I want to turn one into an EMP. Oh, nice. Just disable the plane, and then we can hijack it. Well, The problem is that that may also <laughs> disable our plane. <laughs> the Lord that giveth. And the Lord giveth. Doesn't it? Uh, okay, could Ethan do some kind of tinkering to turn it into a, like, a guided bomb? That are preparedness. I, I want you to explain this to me. I mean, I'm I'm pretty loose on this stuff. You guys tell me how you do it, and I'll do it. Now, if you're like, yeah, I put the bomb thing that makes it a rocket on it now, I'm like, no, fuck you. It's, you you got to work for you got to sing for your supper, son. Come on. Yeah, considering this is the 1940s, I probably have to roll. I probably have to go with preparedness. I would assume to yeah, uh, to have the, ele- the electronics system. to do so. Yeah. No, what? You, that's your preparedness. You have your kit. You have this whatever. Or you could say, well, after, like I said beforehand, after this is over, I'm going to go back and I'm going to, you know, do a bit of rigging and turn this <laughs> and turn this bomb into a uh, rocket kind of deal. Yeah. So what if, like, what? If, so like preparedness, I could could I just like roll it and be like I had a teleport. I got a teleporter. And I like teleport into his cockpit. I don't believe it would necessarily be. They never even mentioned teleporters in the book necessarily. Stuff like that. That would be one I'd be a little leery of itself. Um, because honestly, it's if looking at the airplane, there isn't much of a co- like. It's just. It looks like it's just it. Yeah. Like there, at best, you could be in maybe in the back seat. And stuff yeah, like and that, but gorilla, so there's not a lot yeah, of room. Yeah, yeah, I just don't know how to sell that one per, per se. Yeah, but well, if he's rolling up behind us, then he is on its crescent arch, going like he's completed the loop and he's on his downward descent. Uh, Ethan, I have another idea. Yeah, we are in a bomber, which probably which means this plane probably has uh, probably has parachutes, right? Yeah, we could rig the bomb basically on a timer to explode and we jump out of the plane, it explodes and <laughs> takes takes him with it. So you're gonna detonate the airplane. And it seems float like away. Waste of a perfectly good airplane. Yeah, but I I What's feel that? like uh, do you think you could land that air that perfectly good airplane? <laughs> do you I wanna mean, take that chance? You can just time travel out of there wherever the fuck you want to. That's true. We could time travel to like thirty minutes from now. Or you could just time travel out of the scene. I, I will stage left. <laughs> I will. I will say, yeah. I will say that for the sake of this, I would kind of like to see this come to a conclusion. Other than no, 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 no. <laughs> other than a, a giant 
hook reaching out from off stage and sweeping us away. So, um, if, if I kind of like the guided missile or the guided bomb thing, like rig a bomb up as a guided missile. And then you better make your preparedness. Is that a, a spend and a roll? Yeah, that would be right. a spend and a roll. Go. I want to, I'm at, you're actually making, you're going to be, since this is really involved in time travel, you're going to be giving me two spins and two rows. So, like, do you want to, like, I didn't tell you that before you rode. Do you want to stick with your row or do you want to go ahead and do it again? I will re-roll. Okay, so first thing you're going to do is to do the time travel. So this is where you're going to be spending your chrono stability. Mm-hmm. So you difficulty four. Basically, what you're ending up doing is you're do, since you're doing it this way, you could either spin the stitch, negate that time travel spin. You have to do it later. You're you're going to have to make a time travel check regardless. Yeah, but um, you could just go ahead, spin that, not bother rowing that one, and then just row the preparedness. Ooh. I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna spend the stitch. All right. So you travel back. Now explain to me this real quick. Well, uh, shoot. Yeah. So s- tell me real quick. How exactly are you going to turn this bomb into a a rocket or you know something like that? How are you rigging this thing up to work? So you know that this moment is coming, and that's yeah. the beauty of this game. So you know that this guy is you know doing the loop. He's on the downward descent. You can see him. He's up at a, I guess that'd be one, you know, he's about at the 45 degree angle, I guess you could say, coming down at you, stuff like that. So you know when this scene is going to take place, right? So um, give me a flashback on what exactly you're doing. So, like, how do you rig this bomb and what do you want it to do, this missile? Like, what's your intention? How do you want this scene to play out when you actually (laughs) do the attack? So I know where he's going to be when he does the loop. Yeah. So I launched that shit before he got in the room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could say you could, I would just I would have you do a shooting check at that point since we're kind of still on the same turn. Of course, I may be breaking the rules on the hill, but how, what are you doing to the bomb? What's your intention? How's this working? Like you're gonna t- are you, like how are you gonna make it go up at him? Um, up at him or like I mean, I could rig it up so it just fires out the back of the plane, right? Yeah. However you want to do it. Yeah, so like when he comes down, because if it's, he's above us and that blows up, we'll get rained down debris on us. Okay. So I'm going to say, I'm going to rig it up with like a propulsion system. So it shoots out the back and then rig it up with a, a sensor. You know, with the, fact that, with the fact that you guys are doing it like this, I'm actually wanting to change a little bit of what I said. Instead of preparedness, since you made the time travel deal and your character has tinkering and we could say that you... You had the luxury of time after you finished this scene out. You had the luxury of time to go back and do this. So you didn't have to rush or anything like that. I've just seen you give me a shooting check yep. at this point. Sweet. All right. I am going to spend one on that. We say I fired that like, like as soon as the like pilot got, like shortly after the pilot got hit like five minutes ago. <laughs> well, it, that's already happened in the past. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that occurred, just, like you're just catching him on the descent. Yeah, let's roll. Oh, that's a two, but I spent so that's a three. Okay, you know what the fun thing about bombs are? They oh, explode. No. They explode. So I'm going to say that you hit him, but it explodes yes. a, before a direct hit and stuff like that. So what I was going to tell you to do is since we were dealing with a bomb, I was going to tell you to give, I was going to give you a plus four 
to your damage row. I'm just going to give you a plus two. Right. Stuff like that. So you, you hurt him, but we'll see how bad. All right. Oh, that's a four plus two is six. Six. <laughs> Goddamn, for a moment, uh, you like the bomb goes off. You think you got this shit going on. Uh, and then the plane still keeps coming. Like it's there's flames coming off the wings of it. The engine is smoking. You're seeing electrical sparks that shouldn't be existing on this airplane, as a matter of fact. But like the glass is cracked, smoke's coming off of it, but he's still coming. You said you did six. Okay. So yeah, you've heard him badly. Aaron, what's uh, your character's name? I'm sorry. Uh, Rick Baker. All right, Rick. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, or do you want to let him go next and then you react? I'm going to let him go. Okay. Given the situation, given the situation, and because I'm your biggest fan, I am going to say that he is going to start shooting at you, but you know, it's real hot in that cockpit and shit just went bad for him. So he is going to be at a disadvantage. So three. Okay. So I wrote a six. So I do get the shot off. But let's see, do how much damage do I do? One. Fuck. So four damage. So knock another four off your plane. All right. So now we're at 22. All right. Basically, I'm playing this thing like a guy that has a death wish. Gotcha. So you get to go twice. So plane, bomb goes off. He keeps going. No, it's a beam laser. Sorry. He's got a beam gun. So another beam bursts through the plane. His aim off. Hit still hits it, doesn't hit anything crucial, doesn't hit the bombs, anything like that. Just another hole just appears to go right through the ship. Wind is whistling through the cockpit much more now, and you're starting to, you know, how when you crack a window, like yeah. barely, and sometimes it does a like definitely if like you say you had the other another window cracked and one partially cracked, and so you're getting a little shutter in your plane, not enough to affect it, like its movability, but. That's not comf- that's not a good sound. It's not oh my god I'm gonna die sound, but it's not a good sound. So what you got? I'm gonna look back. God damn it, you were supposed to take care of him. You couldn't kill him with a bomb? I made a missile. What do you expect? <laughs> what more do you want? Sig- uh, results. <laughs> Pictures of Spider Man, damn it. Um let's see, what am I gonna do? Uh all right, shit's about to get real weird. <clears throat> so I'm going to keep flying. I'm going to turn the plane upside down and try and go underneath him. Now explain that to me because you just blew, you fuggled my brain. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to basically make the plane do a barrel roll. I don't know how airplanes work. I'm going to turn the wheel, I guess, until we the plane is upside down. Uh, Your piloting vehicle tells you that you're driving a school bus. <laughs> you don't Tokyo drift in a school bus <laughs> unless you've modified it. Do you have science? Uh, I do not have science. What you can turn a lot. <laughs> I have a lot of things. Also, you can totally turn a plane upside down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you could also jerk the wheel and quickly correct. Like if you're going around a, like a dead man's turn, unless you're driving a dump truck. <laughs> uh, you know what? You're. I'm, I'll give it to you this time. I'm gonna. Th- this time, instead of stopping and letting him go over us, I'm gonna try and pull a loop and pull up behind him. Okay. Uh, and Adam, I have a question. Okay. Is stop there it. any way 
keep I'll make it up if I don't know. So we are so we are posing as soldiers in World War One or two rather. Yeah. Could I drop a grenade out of the plane towards his plane? Yeah, I mean you could you could launch anything out base. You know the bombers basically have a door on the bottom of it. So when uh, Albert did this, he had everything timed just right. Had a delay set on the bomb, dropped it down, and it went like as soon as the plane passed over it, and it was fine, flying nose up, uh, falling to the ground, nose up. Then it just bottle rocketed up, right? So, I mean, you've got that kind of kind of deal where you know you can drop it out, you can drop shit out of the bay door. So, I mean, yeah, you could you could try to do this, but you also um, he's not at the guns anymore. He had to run back there. He's not in the in the gunners. Crow's nest, not crow's nest. That's a fucking power ship. Uh, but you know what I mean. He's not in the gunner's door or place. I can't think. It's late. Uh, so if you just want to make a straight up attack instead of launching grenades out, that's fine. Or no, I've got a real dumb idea. Okay. Oh, <laughs> all right. I have Alvin. a trademark Aaron idea. Okay. Um, I am going. I'm going to try and do the loop. So we're. We're still upside down, but we're above him. I'm going to pull the pin on a grenade, hold it just a little bit, and then I'm going to just chunk it down at his plane. Mm. You're also, like, not to get too sciencey, but you're also dealing with velocity with that. I mean, you could, I'll let you try whatever you want. That's fine. I mean, it's going to be, I, w- I will admit that I'm going to be asking a higher difficulty of this than a four for that. No, that's fair. Uh, let's see. What are we, what are we going to call that? Like, so, let's get, so let me, uh, might I interject something, if you don't mind? Just uh, I'd like to pre- uh, hit you. You said you had military tactics as well, didn't you? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, never mind. I'm not helping for shit then. <laughs> uh, um, mm. Okay, I uh, got an idea. I have preparedness. Can I say I have with me some item that will create a field of slow time that I could drop the grenade in that will last just long enough for his plane to go inside or underneath it? and be affected by said grenade explosion. It almost seems like you're wanting to do that. Like a, have you heard that they think that the Bermuda Triangle occurs because there's gases released that cause it, that fucks up the whole oxygen deal and things become heavier, the oxygen's not there, and then just like planes drop and shit into the ocean. Have you all read that shit or anything like that? I have not. And there's a theory that there's like gases that are being released from a floor bed that's like causing all that stuff. Like I, I, I didn't read that in like a peer-reviewed article or anything. It's just bullshit I saw on the internet. So, you know, take it for like a deal. Adam's, that- Adam's reading fucking Infowars. Fuck you. Look, you're from Kentucky. You don't know no better. <laughs> I don't blame you. He don't know no better. We've been at this for a while, so I'll tell you what. Let's do it like this. I'll ask for two checks from you guys. Like You know you guys can time travel out of this, right? He's coming up right behind you and stuff like that. Yeah. You know if a bigger explosion happened, like your airplane? <laughs> Ethan, we could, we could still blow up the airplane. He could. It's true. You don't have to take it anywhere. You could yeah. just go time travel the fuck out of there. But we have what we were here for. We we're here to see something happen. Yes, but we don't know what. I think you're seeing it happen. Oh, yeah. I think they want us to take care of this motherfucker who somehow managed to get a futuristic plane into World War II. With your history knowledge, 
Does anyone have history? Um, I have contemporary history. With contemporary history, you know that in the standard history, Nazis never did actually have anyone who could time travel. So this is an altered stream. If this guy's in fact a Nazi. Yeah, he could just be an asshole. <laughs> We're not mutually exclusive. Yeah, that's a no, good they are. Right. I'd say all Nazis are assholes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I retract that statement. Uh, so how how do you want to rig the bomb up? We'll just I, I you know add a character. Uh, I I didn't really want this to last more than thirty minutes. This deal just getting used to the mechanics and stuff like that. So we'll jump right into the. This is the introduction, so we do need to kind of be wrapping it up. Gotcha. Uh, I have an idea. Okay. Is there extra gas for the plane stored within the plane? Yes. Do I have a lighter? You don't have to ask me that. That's far less sophisticated than what I thought we were going to do, but go on. <laughs> I was just going to say we doused the plane in gas, in you know, airplane fuel, which I'm sure is very, very flammable. Uh, and then right as we jump out, we just chunk the lighter in and watch it go boom. <laughs> what were you thinking, Ethan? <laughs> I was thinking we rigged the plane to decelerate and tie the, the bomb's detonators to the deceleration of the plane. So when we bail, the plane slows down and he drives right that into is, the bomb. <laughs> yeah. That is another option. It, yes, you make it sound like they're equally... <laughs> Viable. <laughs> I, I like to think they are. <laughs> Can we use Ethan's idea? <laughs> I, like, I know you want to be I a badass, like please. flick the Zippo and then throw it out there, and then the plane just could be like. <laughs> just Look, it. I'm just doing. I'm just doing things the way I do things. But we can go with Ethan's idea. <laughs> that works too, I guess. Oh God, my cheeks are hurting. Yeah, I guess. My face cheeks, not the other ones. <laughs> All right, so why don't you do this? Why don't you give me a tinker and roll, Ethan? Well, right. Send me what hour gets. So you can spend those points as well if you want. Yeah, I'll spend a point of tinkering. That's a four plus one is five. Okay, you've got it. And um, yeah, so why don't you... <laughs> I'm not even going to make you roll for anything at this point. So describe how you bail the ship as this guy's coming towards you. Uh, well, first off, I walk up to uh, Rick, and uh, presumably he has the lighter in his hand, and I just <laughs> close the latch on it, and, <laughs> and I grab him, punch through the cockpit, and we just take off out of there, just jump out. All right, so you, you make your own exit, So, yep. and you didn't even bother get parachutes, because you don't need them. Yep, that's right. But yeah, we can just time travel out. As, <laughs> as you jump out, which is kind of like, you know, nobody's expected you to jump out of the front of the plane. So uh, as you jump out and you're just like at the window, uh, you know what I mean? Like you're going off at an angle. So you have it timed well enough to where, you know, I'm not going to get caught in the blast and stuff like that. But you see the plane, it opens fire on it. It just keeps opening fire. Just like he just keeps putting holes in this thing as he keeps going, just firing like a madman, getting closer and closer. It looks like he's getting ready to try to like go over top of the plane yeah. and fire down on it. And then a gigantic, like all the, your payload just boom, like the, the, the concussive force, like even as you're plummeting toward the earth, <laughs> it, it knocks you off course wildly. So, 
now it's time for that time travel. The plane, from what you can see, is no more. But you guys are kind of spinning all over the fucking place. So, I let's go for, I guess, well, let me retcon that. You do see the plane going down as well. I don't want to like have us going back in time to the beginning again to make sure the plane went down. So, yeah, <laughs> you, you, it's, it's gone. Boom. And it's just nothing but a flaming wreck that just uh, descends to the ground. So, time checks. Time travel. Going back to the time watch Citadel. All right. So, this is a difficulty of four. You could, Aaron, you could spend your stitch. If, oh, wait. Ethan, I'm going to give you, like, I meant to say this earlier. For being the voice of reason and making it so cinematic, <laughs> where you just close the lighter—that's a stitch, man. Like that's what—that's those instances that I want. That's the stitch. So you have your stitch. You can make your normal time check, or you could just go ahead and burn it. Your call. I'm gonna go ahead and use it. Okay. So, what does time travel look like for? Um, can I retcon what I said about my um my autocron? Yeah, it appearance? could. It, it's it gonna can, be a cigar. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone else, it appears to be a cigar. Like, so yeah. you you pull out this twelve inch, which you know you hit a button, and it would actually extend to like baton size. Because hey, yeah. future stuff, you <laughs> put it in your mouth, like you know, uh, uh, Independence Day when Will Smith is like, <laughs> like he beats the shit out of the alien, he's dragging it back with a um, in a parachute, and he smokes, he's smoking a cigar. By the yeah. way, the second movie is an atrocity to God, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? So yeah. yeah, you cue that up, and like, what's time travel look like for you? So is it? Are you boom? Are you there? What kind of cinematics would accompany your um, fading out of existence? Hmm. I would. Well, I'll, I'll probably uh, look at uh, Rick Baker and say, "Got a light." Go to Lord. All right, and then. And a blink, you're gone. All right, Rick. So no, well, you're not oh, up for much longer. Oh, no. Are you spending or are you? I have to roll. I'm gonna roll, uh, and I rolled a six. Okay, yeah. So you suffer no chrono stability, and like, how does time travel work for you? Like, what are you doing? Does it look weird? Like, like, what's it look like as you're actually traveling through time? Uh, it's like a tube. It's like it's kind of like you know how when you go, you're going. Th- you're on a water slide and like you hit the tunnel part and it just gets really dark. And then the light just kind of pops up again once you're out of the tunnel. So it's, so it's a cross between a water park and a wormhole. I love it. Let's go for it. Yeah. All right. Boom. And you are back at Tom Watts Citadel. Now I'm shooting from memory on this. Cause I don't want to have to flip through and try to read the entire thing to you about Tom Watts Citadel, but it's gigantic. It exists before time, so to speak. Before the Big Bang. So it's just this gigantic, you know, we can call it a space base if you want to, that's outside the existence of time itself. So, wonderful deal. Um, so, I guess, like, where do you think that you would go to when you finish the mission? Finish it. Help me write this story, guys. Where do you go? Uh, I am going to go get lunch because blowing up an enemy plane works up an appetite. Okay, so you you actually like so you're you can't morph into the cafeteria. <laughs> no, I know. I was, there, there's a shipping and receiving area. We will say here. So, <laughs> boom, you're back into the main um, 
area where everyone kind of travels in and out of. I don't know what to call that. A hub, like if a you plane, will. I was going to say, it's like a plane co- or an airport concourse. Okay. That's what I think. And That's what I'm thinking of anyway. It's like a gate. A few seconds later, Albert appeals, appears directly beside Rick. So he's still got his um, cigar in his mouth. Good to see you made it, Coco. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> okay. You are getting a um, warble, so to speak, on your tether, summoning you to report back to your handler's office. All right. Presumably as a group. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I would pres- assume, anyway. Yeah. It's, it's, so your futuristic uh, time, like, it, you know, your time, I've, I keep getting the terms backwards. I'm sorry, guys. But your your muse is essentially now acting like the little saucer thing that you get at Applebee's while you're waiting to get a seat. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's awesome. Okay. So back at your shining futuristic citadel, you've uh, basically, you walk from, you're hungry, but hey, you're being, you're being summoned in and uh, you head to your boss's office. And you are actually going to be briefed by Hypatia, which is an actual person. A uh, Greek magma. I may be saying the wrong, name wrong. H y p a t i a, Hypatia. Uh, I I say Hypatia. Yeah, which is sounds about right. Hellenistic Hellenistic Neoplatonist philosopher, astronomer, and mathematician. You according to Google. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. That's <laughs> like really? goddamn that liberal arts degree, but nope, <laughs> <laughs> <I> cheated. <laughs> okay. You should have so, said anything. I'm pretty impressed. <laughs> I was. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So you walk in. See so how see so Hypatia sitting there. It, despite the fact that you know that he is wearing his Time Watch uniform, he tends to make it appear to be his Greek robes. It makes him feel more at home. <laughs> of course. So, gentlemen, how did it go? Uh, well, we blew him to hell. Okay. Okay, so what was the situation? What was the anomaly that we were picking up? Greg has a real way with words, doesn't he? (laughs) Articulate, some may argue. Well, you see, uh, Motherfucker had a plane he weren't supposed to have in that particular time shooting lasers and shit. So we... uh, What we had was a standard technological anachronism. Yeah, what what Kong said. Side-eye. Rick, if you must insist on this, you know you're going to have to speak with HR. <laughs> you guys have got, to, you guys have got to work together. And uh, I mean, listen, to put up like I've been putting up with this, and he puts up his fingers and does quotation marks, shit, for long enough. Now, <laughs> I thought, I thought this would be the moment, man. I thought this would be the part where you guys actually start working together as a team. And from what I'm seeing here, this animosity, there is no team here. This is just is this is two people working not together, but just you know, you need to be fuck. He, he, he kind of picking up your bad habit. He puts his head head in his hands for a second. <laughs> Listen, usually we like to give you a little bit of a break, and I do apologize for this here. Uh, Get cleaned up, rested up real quick. You're going to have to. We've got another anomaly that I need you to get onto right now. Nothing big. It looks. Um, I need you to go recruit somebody. Oh, nothing. Nothing bad. Real simple recruit recruiting. I think the situation lends itself to this quite well, and this lady could be a definite asset. I would like you to travel back 
1937 and recruit Amelia Earhart to Time Watch. <clears throat> Sounds or, like a plan. Like, we know. Like, so all you got to do just show up. We have we you know. Well, do you guys? You said you had contemporary history. Uh, I do. Well, you know that they did find wreckage of um, Amelia Earhart's airplane on Nickum. Nick Nicku fuck. You know what the fact exactly that how you say that. I did? Holy <laughs> shit. To quote my But the accent just makes it sound like I'm stumbling through everything on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> to quote my father, even a blind hog will find an acorn every once in a while and Nikumaruru is my acorn guy, so let me fucking bask in that for just one moment. Okay, I've had that moment now. So you know that you know roughly where the plane's gonna be. <clears throat> you know a few things about this. So gentlemen, you have your mission. I, I do want to give you something else real quick. Nothing nothing bad, but this is something the guys in the shop's been working on. So Hypatia reaches into a desk drawer and pulls out this looks like have you ever you've seen you remember the old Nokia cell phones from the early two thousands like the, the brick sl- yeah the the slim little brick and and she uses this um, small device it's got a LED screen on in front of it this is a, a paradoxometer it's going to uh, tell you the shape chron- uh, chronologically speak or chrono speaking stability speaking of Amelia Earhart when you pick her up so. If there's any complications, if she's not quite, we're pulling her out of the time stream now. So we're changing history. So you need to use this device to, you know, see if she is stable enough to bring back the time watch. Bring her back when the meter's full, get a perfect reading on Amelia, bring her back. Shouldn't be a problem. Just show up the island, boom, grab her. Here we go. Meter checks out. You're back here. And we're right where we left off. We'll have this conversation in just a few minutes, as a matter of fact, boys. Hmm. Any questions before I bid you adieu? Why'd they make me work with a damn gorilla? <laughs> Call me gorilla. Hey, uh, Hypatia looks over to you, Albert. Would you like me to go ahead and start the paperwork? <laughs> not today. Well, hopefully this is going to be the time that you're going to be able to build some bridges and not burn them. So, Albert, Rick, get on it. All righty, then. So... He kind of looks toward the door, nods toward it, you know, looking at it, uh, signaling for you to go ahead and walk on out. Um, so what do you want to do before you travel? I'm going to go get some lunch. Okay. What about you, Albert? Uh, I'm going to study everything I can on Amelia Earhart. Okay. And also probably eat a banana. What with <laughs> seeing as he's a big gorilla and all. <sighs> when, uh, I'll let this be a, t- uh, a, you know, PK if you want to do it. Um, so what do you got to do the search with, or do you want to, okay. Your muse can just give you some basic information. If you want to give me more concrete, if you want more concrete stuff, just let me know. Yeah. Um, can I see if, can I see if time watch has any record of any activity like in her lifetime, like in her proximity, you get from a basic reading, like, Oh, you're talking about records of other events. No. Like there's like this just seems like a good idea. You don't see if any re- any record of Amelia Earhart being like involved with time watch or anything with time travel. But 
that doesn't that's not a good indicator to you with your timecraft skill because if she's been erased or if you're the one that actually recruits her and whatnot i there's so many factors of what like would make somebody cease to exist and then return into existence with time travel you just got you see nothing current and it's not like abnormalities that were investigated none she might witness to none right the stuff you pull up on her is that Amelia Earhart was uh, 40 years old when she disappeared on her flight. She uh, uh, she was, uh, let's see, let me read this here. Uh, you see that uh, her, they, they think that she crashed sometime around September. I mean, not crashed, excuse me. They lost contact with her roughly in July, so to speak. By July second, nineteen thirty-seven, uh, you also see um, that, like I said, she was forty years old and she was traveling with her navigator, which I'm trying to pull up his name right now. I've got it here somewhere. I'm sorry, Fred Noonan. Fred Noonan was her navigator, so she was traveling. She checked in, going across the islands, disappeared, and you know, judging by her last check-in, you know, roughly she disappeared in July, or that was the last check-in. Her navigator was with her. Yes, her navigator was with her. So that's bas- the basics you got. And anything like, by the way, this game encourages you to use Google um, to find stuff. Interesting. And some modern stuff. Google, like, you also get some mixed reports. Some people believe that her body was never found. Some people say that they found bones on the island that could have only been from a Caucasian female. Because it was an, 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 an inhabited island, which that basically was in the news a couple months ago. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I was going to say, they're, they're just now starting to be like, oh, we, we might actually have found her. But they also have turned up pictures where, of like, Japanese, you know, World War II people, that there was someone that looked to be Caucasian and female and almost looked like Amelia Earhart sitting in the background with her back to the camera. I don't know if you saw that as well. So you're getting, there's, it's a mystery. And that's the thing about mysteries. You don't quite know, but the wreckage of the plane, what like it's on the, the island of hold on. I'll do this again. I got this. My page, Nick. I put weird emphasis on that. So that's what you got with uh, that. was a no point spin. That's just the basic info. Anything else you guys want to do? Uh, I'm going to gear up before we go. <clears throat> okay. They, they, time watch this. feel pretty, pretty certain that, you know, that she's on there. So gearing up. Yeah. So you, anything in particular? Uh, yes. I'm going to, uh, is there an actual gear list or can we just make shit up? Little A, little B. Like th- this game doesn't really go for the gun porn or anything like that. No, I like, gotcha. is, is there anything in particular you're looking for? Uh, some kind of time grenade, like shit that freezes time or something. Uh, theme here. Yeah, you want some in something incendiary of some sort? It freezes time itself. Yeah. Uh, also, maybe a grenade launcher, or just <laughs> you know, whatever. Well, that kind of go. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to put it to you. But that kind of goes against Time Watch's deal. Like, we're trying to be as uh, unobtrusive as possible. So, typically, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, you can't requisition those type of devices just because, you know, I'm going to go on a covert op. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hope that wasn't too loud. 
it worked in Nam. It'll work for me. So I will say that you walk up to the uh, quartermaster, I guess you could call him. Yeah, I would like the, uh, well, I don't know, at that time grenade thing you got. And, he's like, and he looks at you, Rick, we went over this. <laughs> Just because we got it doesn't mean you have to use it. You know how time travel works. If you get somewhere and then you need it, then you can come tell me. But I can tell you right now, so far, you haven't come back to tell me that, hey, I need the time thing. You know what I mean? So... Like, Give me the goddamn grenade, asshole. I'm gonna say that and look like look him in the eye. <laughs> despite the fact that this is a futuristic setting, there is still one of those like kind of row down, shut the window kind of like <laughs> like you would see at the swimming pool that sells concessions and they're like boom, down. I guess this is a nice way of me saying no. All right. A narrative way of me saying no. Whatever. Uh Never get to have any fun. You're getting, a right. message, you're getting a message on your your muse. Hypatia said, I wanted you there yesterday. Come on. God damn it. Let's go. So you get the same message. Albert, you kind of look up from your studies. Like, oh, time got away from me. You go back okay. to the nice little shipping and receiving area. And time to we're, we're, uh How do you want to do this? Like, there's kind of a set place on this here. Like, um. When do you want to go there? We know that it, you need to be there by... By when she takes off, right? Well, she takes off, like, guesstimating, we're guessing that she crashes in July, early July, and people examine the island in November. Like, there's military records of, like, people being on the island in no, in November and seeing no Amelia Earhart and stuff like that. So you know that you need to be there sometime between you know early July and September. That's your window. So you guys need to discuss where exactly you want to go with this. Hmm. What if we went to right before she left and we just grabbed her from there? Then you crash. Yeah, you are creating paradox. You know for a fact that and definitely Albert, you know this definitely for a fact from researching it. But Aaron, with your contemporary history knowledge, you know this as well. Like, the plane makes it there. But she doesn't. She's not there. But yeah. Or they don't find her, at least. Or anything like that. So you know that you can't ideally interrupt that portion of the time stream. So we can't grab her before she actually takes off. Yeah, you can't gra- grab her in a... God, what country? Where's, where's she from? America. Uh, no shit, I'm I'm in state uh state. Um, um yeah, one of us flew the plane. Oh Kansas. She's from Kansas. Unless one of you fly the plane. <coughs> mm. you're the- Rick, you're gonna have to take one for the team here, pal. Just get her over that island and put her in a nice nose dive there. <laughs> well then you got to deal with her uh, her uh co pilot also disappears. Time watch and all right, real talk. Okay. So this is the problem that I have with the game stuff. And I'm like, I can I'll tell you what, let's be quiet for 10 seconds. So I'll see this and then I'll listen around it and I'll find this. Okay. Okay. So I can edit this out. Okay. What I'm trying to do here, and this is my problem with it. I let Chris and Patrick and Ray do what we said. And just, we looked up on Google and picked out the island that she went to previously, the like the last refueling spot which was like a New Zealand-ish kind of island, I think. I can't remember. It's been a couple months. Uh, the problem with this is, um, I, you know, out of character, 
I want this scenario to go to the actual island. Time Watch is kind of doing. I'm, I'm kind of dancing around that there, probably blatantly, by the way. I don't mean to just like whip out the railroad on you and show you that. But if you if you go to any other time, it, it's complicating it um, as far as logistically speaking unnecessarily. Does that make sense? So I, I apologize, guys. That's the only problem, and I'm trying to figure out how to address that in these scenarios. If you can go anywhere, why can't you just intercept her and um, do that? I And I tried to do it like that beforehand. It just makes it harder. Did I just fuck the game up? No, I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll actually explain once you finish the next scene um, what happened. How are you guys doing on time, by the way? Do you want to call it, by the way? I'm fine. I'm off tomorrow. Yeah, I'm I'd, like, I'd like to go at least finish another leg of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't go into like 10 tomorrow, so... Okay, so I'll tell you what, I'm gonna be a good, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a good guy. Why don't you? Why don't we do that? Why don't we do your original plan? What? Grab her before I, the before she takes off. Where are you gonna take off from? If you look up and tell me real quick where she was before that, then go. We'll, we'll do it. That's no problem. I can dance. Or one of us could. We could take the um the navigator, and then one of us could impersonate the navigator. Yes, we could give her bad directions. <laughs> Uh, okay. okay, so in 30 well, seconds, she gets to the island. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you guys have time craft, and this is going to be my, my tell-all kind of deal. Like, what's your time craft skills at, it, by the way? Uh, my, my time craft is at six. Mine is at two. Okay. Okay, so you know with your time craft at six, like you know certain things that you could possibly do. Like, for example, you could pretty much, like, grab her and then take the uh, co-pilot and you do whatever you want to with Fred. Fred mm-hmm. can't show up in the time. Like Fred can't show up anymore. You know, like he disappears. He's gone. Like now how, how you can go about doing this different ways if you want to go through with this angle of it. But there's also another thing that I do want to point out to you. Yeah. I'll research that you've done on this. And this is kind of going without what Albert has looked up to, is that she was very close to Fred, questionably by some sources, very close to Fred, despite the fact that she married a wealthy man. They had a um, unique relationship, if you will. Ah. So, like, yeah, you could go in there and just jack her out of time, but like, she's either she's you know you want her cooperation, and you're also going to have to worry about Fred. Like, do you leave Fred? Do you take Fred with you? Like, and then mm-hmm. you're doing all, you're doing all this at a base in a new in a um, New Zealand island, or ne- maybe not actual New Zealand, but like a, a lesser island. I can't remember what, which one it is. We'd have to look it up. Okay, I have an idea. So we go to right before Earhart takes off. We from uh, let's see. Looks like she left from Miami. So one of us goes to Miami. We impersonate Fred Noonan, and we give her bad directions. So she still ends up where she's supposed to be, or where they find the plane, but we grab her from where they find the plane. Does that make sense? Won't she just go to the island anyway? Yeah. So she... I mean, there's, yeah. There's several, re- there's several refilling stops along her route. You've got that stuff. Like, there's record of her being here and being here and being here. Not like she... And I'm not trying to be a smart ass when I say this. It's not like she made it there on a full tank of gas. Yeah. So there's yeah. other stops. Miami doesn't have to be the stop. 
That's true. Well, that's where she, Miami's where she took off from. Um, so yeah, I guess we could just be waiting at one of her refueling stops. Yeah, we could uh, grab her at a refueling stop, rig the plane up to autopilot yeah. via via time shenanigans and technology. So you yeah. want to go for knock wrecking two airplanes in one session? Yes. <laughs> Get one more. It's technically a spree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're what's the name of the island that we're going to? Um, like what island did she? Was her plane found on? Well, no, I, we know that. That's the uh, if you're wanting to hit her at the last refueling stop. New Guinea. Is it? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to check Wikipedia. Unless it actually is New Guinea, or were you just being a smartass? No, I just I'm looking at a timeline of. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess we need to go to New Guinea. Okay. All right. So go ahead, and if you want to go ahead to New Guinea, you time it. I would assume that. Uh, you got you. You have your. I'm not going to worry about numbers. There's not going to be a test over this when we get out of here. So you find the date that she is going to be in New Guinea, and you want to go ahead and make the the check, or do you want to do anything else? No, I, don't, I can't think of anything. Okay. Would I need to do anything to have a like autopilot device? Okay. Or I have just requisitioned that. I'll tell you what. I'll I'll have you do a check, but I'm going to have you do a tinkering check. So you pick up. A another um, tether, I think that's what they're called, the AI muses. But you've got one that doesn't actually have a personality into it. You've just got, you know, a few little de- like um, deals. Like I'm trying to think of what I want to call it. But you've got you've got a setup here, so you've got some like a, a screen that you can program stuff into a device, and you can hook it. And if you will go ahead and spend a point of tinkering, I'll say that you can rig that up to where you can drop it with. Uh, Lat- uh, latitude and longitudinal coordinates. Cool. And naturally, there will be no trace technology. No. Yeah, you've it's you've got it. It's it's small. You've actually you kind of have an idea where you want to rig it anyway, because you know what's the part of the plane that's going to take the most damage when it goes down? Going to be the nose of it, probably. Oh, so you're yeah. just going to you you figure that you're going to rig it up toward the front of it anyway. Yeah. You just got to get access to the plane. Well, that'll be easy enough. Okay. So, yeah, so you've spent your points, you have your device, you have your plan, I guess. Anything else before we time travel? Uh, I can't think of anything. Okay. So let's go ahead and, and do spins or rows. I think we're doing spins at this po- or rows at this point. Oh, yeah. So I guess time travel roll? Yeah. And I, need to look. I, rolled a, I rolled a three. Okay. So you didn't spend any? Uh, I can. No, you've already rode. You can <laughs> you lose two. 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 two to Chrono stability. Gotcha. I will spend one. It's a difficulty and, four. Okay. Ah, gotcha. Oh, well, I rolled a five, so that's a total of six. So Okay. So yeah, just mark it off and boom, you make it. Now this is a pretty um let's let's work this out. So the way time travel works when you're going someplace else, the machine, you, you pick where you want to go and it will put you in a place where there was no one at it, so to speak. So like, you know, if you were traveling to the Vatican at this point in time, like it would pick up that Hey, there was nobody in the confessional. And so boom, you pop out of the booth and no one's the wiser. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we'll go ahead. Hold on. Flipping through some stuff real quick. All right. So boom. 
you are you were trying to get as close to the I believe if my research on it was correct, I think she was like checking into a naval like a, a military base of some sort when she was flying over. If not, it is in my time stream. So you find yourself in a looks like a mess hall. Like boom. You see a, it's a small room, nothing too big, maybe the size of a small elementary school gymnasium. You know what I mean? You don't even have like a full court, like full size basketball court or anything like that kind of set up. Uh, a couple tables. You see uh, like the, the area, the cafeteria kind of area where the cooks would set stuff up on a like You go through line and they would slop the shit into it and all that. But you're just in an empty cafeteria, empty tables and chairs, and you both pop up. So, what do you want to look like? Uh, if it's a military base, then I'll I disguise myself as just a like a uh, what's the term for like non combat personnel? Like it, but in, the, in layman's terms, you'd be like a mechanic. Pretty or much, something. yeah. Someone in, would be into the motor pool if the motor pool was for airplanes and yeah. stuff like that. Okay, uh, Rick. Yes, I'm gonna look like somebody big and important. Okay. So, how big and how important? I'm going to be a general. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Patton, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> uh, I just want to be someone so important that I can do, I can basically do whatever and no one's going to stop me. You know, I'm going to make you do social roles, right? Oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, we have inner scene, we have a greasy mechanic. <laughs> And a general. I'm not. Gonna, I'm saying that you did exercise decorum, and you're not a four-star general. Damn it! Does the Air Force have general? Maybe. Yeah. Let me Google highest yeah. Air Force rank. <laughs> All right. For those of you listening at home, I'm gonna get the interns looking this up. They'll be back in a moment. <laughs> highest Air Force rank. Uh. God damn it! Just show. Just bring it up, Google. Don't make me like look at pay rate. Pay rates. <laughs> Uh, okay, there's a five-star general, but that's the general of the Air Force. You know, I'll be a lieutenant general. Okay, so you answer to people, but blah, 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 okay. I'm I'm too below the general of the Air Force. Okay, boom. All right, so you're there. Um, what are you going to do? You know Amelia Earhart's here. Where would you go to look for Amelia Earhart? I'm going to ask someone where Amelia Earhart is. <laughs> I roll up on the first guy I see. Hey, you know Amelia Earhart? Where's she at? <laughs> All right, so describe this scene. Uh, I'm just going to walk up to a, an enlisted airman. Or there's no one in this room. Oh, well, I'm going to leave the room, first of all. Okay, so you walk out, you, you step out into the hallway, you see it looks like, aside from it, there being a cafeteria area here, there's just a couple of small offices. The door actually opens up to the exterior the door you went to so there's outside but as you walk around the building you do see that aside from what you assume would be another entrance into the cafeteria area there's also adjoining to the building it just looks like a couple small offices and stuff like that so what kind of person are you looking for not the first person like what are you tell me i'm giving you the setup so as you look around here military base air base Looks like it's just being built. Nothing too concrete. Like very primitive, even by these standards. You see uh, an air tower that was built. You see a runway that you're, you know, 
it's paved but not like super big or super long you see a couple of smaller planes that are around that look to be more of a small smaller passenger size planes there's some like maybe mid-tier i don't know what the exact size method to give you but you see like medium size more transfer stuff like because you know they had to fly stuff into the airport aside from like boat and stuff like that. You see a couple of hangers off of space. There's a fence surrounding the place, guard posts there. You see uh, barbed wire across the tops of the fences. <clears throat> what a beautiful picture I have painted. Play in my painting. Indeed. Uh, well, I'm going to stroll over to one of the hangers looking as important as I possibly can. Okay. And I'm going to find the first mechanic I see. Okay. And I go, you there. That's Miss Earhart arrived yet. I meant to uh, jump in here on this. Um, so it's really just one hangar, Mike. So it's it's a, it's a small oh. base and stuff like that. So you walk in there and has Miss Air, uh, Miss Earhart uh, arrived yet? And the mechanic kind of, you know, straightens up because he sees you as a, uh, a person of higher rank. He straightens up and then he kind of glances over. And uh, points at her plane. Just yes, yeah, she uh, got here uh, late yesterday evening. She's should be taken off here. Any, you know, whenever she gets uh, everything together, supplies and whatnot. We've already got her gassed up, ready to go. Uh, is, is there anything I can help you with? Uh, no, I just was curious where she was. Shit. Okay. Well, if you don't need me, I'm, I'm gonna kind of get back to work. Yeah, you do that uh, before I have you thrown in. Uh, 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 brought up on charges of court martial before I throw you in air jail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So I need a check because this is out of <laughs> this is a protocol to walk up to the first guy whose work is like you're going to jail. No, I was just saying get back to jail or I'll have you uh, court martialed. Get back, get back to, jail. to jail or I'll send you to the hangar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So give me give me a rope. All right. Give, uh, interpersonal abilities work. Uh, let's see. Let's see what we got here for interpersonal abilities. Uh, I have unobtrusiveness at two. I'm going to spend both. You've officially obtruded on this guy, I think. I've, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, bureaucracy. I have bureaucracy. <laughs> that, was not, that was not your first choice. God damn it. You don't have to fucking double down every time you do something, Aaron. <laughs> oh, man, no, I'm saying I have bureaucracy that I could use to uh, intimidate him into not questioning this. You Will could, that work? Could relieve him of duty. <laughs> You're oh, right. Give me, give me a bureaucracy row. I'm not going to sit here and argue the fatter points of etiquette. <laughs> All right, I'm going to spin one, and I roll the four plus the one is five. Yeah, you, you got it. Like he, he uh, sir. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. I, um, sir. As uh, you were. Uh, salutes and walks off. <laughs> oh, Lord. Don't ever change, Aaron. <laughs> Albert, what about you? Like, So did did the mechanic, I'm sorry, did the mechanic say that he was going to be working on the, I guess everyone on the mechanical crew is going to be working on the plane since it's only like one hangar. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a you know kind of a larger hangar, but yeah, and it, it's, it's already been gassed up and so forth. If you want to... Um, you could walk up and say use possibly uh, you could do self to get up to it. If you want to, if that's more of a strong suit that you have, you could use, um, you know, 
uh, trying to look, I'm looking at the interpersonal abilities. You could, um, you know, you could try to reassure the person that, oh yeah, they, they, they told me to do this. You could try to, uh, trying to think of anything else. So you just want access to the planes. So yeah, either of those work. I would accept, um, I don't see there being an actual stealth here. So I would, um, I think unobtrusiveness is, would work if you wanted to use that. You just want to look like you're just doing routine maintenance. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. And so you, you see this exchange, you, the guy kind of walks off in a hurry, confused. Uh, you can't help but think that the clock is running now. Yeah. I'll, uh, to try and like distract him from, uh, seeing what I'm doing, I'll just kind of walk up to him and be like, man, what an asshole, right? Yeah. Who the, who is that guy? I don't know. Never seen him before in my life. Hey, I think I got this. Why don't you take five, get a cup of coffee? Oh, um, he kind of like, you know, he, the mystery man's kind of funky about, I mean, he's acting kind of funny about that. So why don't you give me a, you got reassurance? No. What do you have? Um, I have falsehood detection and intimidation. So in hindsight, maybe not the interpersonal abilities. Well, we can say he goes off. Like, I'm not saying that this is going to be something. Okay. That, like, I'm not making you once you commit to this bit. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> nope, got to fucking kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn shame. <laughs> Perfectly good mechanic. So if if you want to let him go about his duty and then you could kind of walk over. I also accept, like, did you have an intrusive or am I kind of giving you... Um, Am I requiring a skill that you don't have? Um, I have two points in unobtrusiveness. Yep. I mean, that would that would work. Do I need to roll or spend? Or? Yeah. General abilities, you roll and, yeah. um, and interpersonal ones and technical ones, but academic ones, like, say, military tactics or research, triumphcraft, trivia, etc., you just spend and you get it. Yeah. Okay. And I will spend one point of unobtrusiveness. And, goddamn, that's a five plus one is six. Yeah. So he he goes off in a bustle. You, how do you want to walk up to the plane? What would you do that would, how would you handle this thing, Albert? You succeed. Uh, so how do you succeed? What do you do? Uh, I don't walk up to the plane like I know what I'm doing. Okay. Because I, I probably do with my tinkering and science skills and so on and so forth. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to make it look like I'm checking the plane, making sure everything's okay. So, and I'm going to ask for one final, um, you know, oh, you've already spent your tinkering point anyway, haven't you? Um, no. Okay. So give me, give me one last, uh, spin in a row for your tinkering. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to make it look like I'm fixing something that someone else. Missed. Yeah. Or routine maintenance. Someone, or something. Were, someone were to see me placing something in the front of the plane. Yeah. Now okay. one point of tinkering and a roll. Ooh, that's a four plus one is five. Five, yeah. So, and where do you want to put it on the plane? Like, um, wherever is least least noticeable. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to use old car descriptions. Have you ever worked on an old car before, Ethan? Uh, not really. Okay. Like the um. Now, by the way, I get a plus five for bullshitting about cars just because I have an accent. 
Like, <laughs> so, I mean, I can sit here and just tell you the biggest bunch of bullshit in the world. And like, it sounds somewhat credible. Well, hell, I guess that's the alternator acting up there. I mean, and then like, are you going to question me? No. Cause you, <laughs> when I said that in your head, you saw an old beat up car on cinder blocks in the front of a yard somewhere in the hills of Kentucky and some, and me and bibbed over, I was working on it. Uh, but in the old cars, the, there's a big gap between the grill on the interior of it and actually where the radiator is. In fact, <laughs> here's a little trick, kids. If you are cruising around in a 70s model Dodge Charger, you can hide beer in the, <laughs> up by the engine and nobody <laughs> will find it because you could literally take a six-pack or a case and drop it down in front of the motor and it's not going to go fly back there and you're going to have can cans hitting a fan or anything like that so <laughs> aerodynamics isn't a big concern for those so yeah there's um there's an area that you've hooked it to toward the front of the plane that you imagine when this thing crashes down into the ocean and all that it's going to break free and you know be a <laughs> ancient astronauts episode of the discovery channel <laughs> so yeah you've got it okay so we got the plane taken care of so you program exactly what? What's the programming of it for? Just to be precise, I'm not putting words in your mouth. Uh, so the the it's just going to autopilot the plane to the island where um, where she disappeared, and it's going to crash. Okay, it's going to be right. convincingly like like it won't just nosedive out of nowhere. So you're gonna you're gonna set for a, a gradual. Oh, goddamn! You're so smart. What you've programmed this thing to do is it's going to gradually start descending. Mm -hmm. And instead of just diving into the water, you're going to get more damage when it starts going down into the water. And then when the body of it goes into it and it starts going ass over nose. Yep. So it's just going to boom, 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 and just beat it all the shit. So that's a technical term, Aaron. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah, we got that part taken care of now. So she's probably supposed to be on radio, though. Can we rig the AI to respond to any known records of radio calls with what we know? Well, the last contact you have is on the island. Okay. Like there's, this is a less developed area. Once you get past, um, past the range of, uh, we said New Zealand or New Guinea. New Guinea. Once we get past the range of New Guinea, you start, there's, you know, outposts that you can reach to, but uh, they're few and far between. So you've got radio silence. You don't have to worry about that. Okay. So All where right. would, where would Amelia Earhart be folks? Where would you, where are you going to look for her at? Uh, maybe like in the mess hall. Well, you just came from there. I just killed that. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, Cause here's the way I want to do this because me and you are, cra we are literally crafting this part as we go here. I'm going to say you find her. I just want you, I, you have the you're you're unobtrusive. Nobody's going to notice you unless you make a stink. And threaten, of course, Mark. I'm court martial someone. I'm looking toward Texas right now, Aaron. <laughs> Gazing southeast, west, <laughs> southwest, <laughs> southeast, far enough that it becomes southwest. <laughs> but <laughs> but like, so where do you find her? What is she doing? What is the perfect moment that you're waiting for? This isn't a check. This is just, I mean, it's kind of a big deal that she's here, but not to everyone. And it's, you know, it's a small place. She's already been here for a day. So it's not like, you know, they're, they're throwing out the, the lays around her neck and shit like that. Like she just yeah. flew into Hawaii. So do you say she has been here? Yeah. She came in the other day. Okay. 
she, you know, I would even go as far as to say that you have time. You know what I mean? She may not even was retcon because you know how you've been on a long road trip and you like to get up and stand and walk around and then you don't want to get back in the fucking car. Yeah. I imagine airplanes like that too. So, yeah. you know, you got a day or so before she takes back off. If you wanted to just find that perfect moment, I want that okay. perfect scene. Like, so what is like, she doing? Maybe she's like, like resting because she's been flying for a while. She oh, yeah. needs to take a nap. So you want to catch her in her, um, in her quarters? Well, so <laughs> putting words in my mouth, but <laughs> well, that's yes, yes, where I, I do. <laughs> that's where I take naps. Is where the band. Well, hello, Amelia. I've been <laughs> expecting you. <laughs> then you reveal yourself to be a gorilla. Yep, just gorilla. <laughs> Aaron, you could jump in on this conversation. This isn't no, just between no, us. No, no, I, I quite like Ethan uh, <laughs> digging himself a hole. <laughs> so, so yeah, where, where are you finding her, Ethan? You gonna, gonna go hang out in Amelia Earhart's room? You pervert. <laughs> this seems like a very Aaron plan all of a sudden. <laughs> Fuck you! Now, oh, if I, I wanted, <laughs> now, if I wanted to be a dick, like I like this, let's go with this. I mean, you don't have to be like, you know, candles lit. In, the, a, cl- in yeah. the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You can knock on her fucking door. I mean, yeah. it's, not, it's not like you're, not like you're kidnapping the president's wife. But yeah. like, I, I do want to say that um, I, the way that I like, I like to play this out, and I hope you I hope that you're enjoying it. Is that, that like this is group storytelling here? So you guys just tell me how you do it. I'm not going to be a dick and go, well, bro. Like, if I wanted to be a dick, I'd say that yeah. she's rooming with Fred. <laughs> but I'm not. Honestly, if you sit in a plane that long with somebody, you're going to fuck them away from I love my wife, but, like, if I had to drive down to Florida from Kentucky with her one more time, I don't know if we'd make it back. Yeah. Damn, Jesus. She don't listen to the podcast. It's okay. And don't you all tell her in radio <laughs> land? Uh, Adam, you're going to have to buy my silence. We'll talk about that later, though. Okay. Next, next part of the plan, Ethan. So um, maybe there's like a library there or something, and she's, <laughs> or she's just gonna be like watching TV in the forties in New Guinea. Maybe they have TV. Maybe they know. have radio. Books. I think radio would be like at that point in time though. If like you, when you were fifties is TV, when you're in, I I thought this shit. I can actually jump in on this one. Like you had <laughs> film and stuff like that, but like that was like newsreels going to the theaters kind of things. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, I want to find her uh, like listening to the radio or a record or something. I'll walk in and I'm gonna crank that shit up so no one can hear us. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell her what's going on. You're not supposed to tell her we're time travelers. <laughs> well, when you're telling her to be a time traveler, you kind of have to tell her. Kind of got to key her in a little bit. Right, now, I personally am not a time traveler, Amelia, but I think <laughs> you could be a very successful time traveler. What <laughs> if, if I were, okay. I'm going to take narrative control here. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, I, I tried. <laughs> I want to stick with the simplest route. Like, Aaron, take note of this when you're when deciding actions. <laughs> you know, you don't have to leave a trail of gas to the engine of the airplane and then flip a lighter into an airplane as you're falling out of it to blow up and blow it up. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. I should have muted myself. I'm going to say you just show up at her quarters at night. Like it's not like in the in the middle of the night and stuff like that. But you you all sit back, you watch her throughout the course of the day. Aaron more so, or excuse me, Rick more so than Albert, because Albert, you're in your current disguise. Unless you switch it, you're pretty much you know 
if someone sees you lollygagging around, they're going to call you out on that shit. So, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of out on this one a bit, but Rick does notice a uh, finding out where Caesar go to her, her room kind of stands at the distance. And that's, that's the best part about your meshes and stuff like uh, that. You're, you're unobtrusive until you're obtrusive, if that makes sense. So your actions like, Hey boy, you better get to work or, you know, blah, 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 court martial shackles. Um, what's the thing that they put the head, the, the head and the arms in the stocks. <laughs> Stuck it. Yeah. Uh, until you do something like that, you're, you know, nobody really, they look past you. You know what I mean? They see oh. someone important when they, when they look at her and like Rick, you notice this as well. They, when people walk near you, they look at you and sometimes they kind of look at it a little harder and then they just kind of look, you know, look down and hurriedly, hurriedly walk off. Or it just looks like the person has got something on the tip of their tongue that they want to say to you. And then they just kind of keep on going. So you find her place. You notice you guys even make it to the mess hall, dining separately, partially for class. Also partially because you're an asshole, Rick. <laughs> you don't want to dine with a simian, but you know, Goddamn lower apes, you know where she is. You follow her, you see her leave, you see her go back to the room. Things are starting to shut down on the base. Take over. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, Miss Earhart, a word, please. I assume you knock. Oh yeah, I thought she was. I thought I thought she. I didn't know she was. No, okay, you're catching her. as She walks in. Fine. Yeah. Miss uh, <clears throat> uh, Earhart, work, please. Uh, uh, uh yes. Uh, what what seems to be the problem? Uh, would you accompany me uh over here so that we could have a chat in private, please? Define over here for your listeners. Uh, in the next room. Uh, somewhere discreet, so as not uh, to be overheard. So you you kind of gesture towards her. Uh, the rumor she's saying the little, uh, you know, I'd cut, I'd cut, you know, some somewhere between a house and somewhere between just like a bare essentials kind of deal, a living space, bed, room that that's all the building is kind of deal. You know, what's the word I'm looking for? A shack, shack, cabin kind of deal. You know what I mean? Just that's the utility of it. Is like you sleep, it's got electricity. Boom, that's it. You go to bed, kind of deal. So yeah, I mean you've got. She's like, uh, yeah, uh, hold, uh, yeah, we we can talk in here. Just uh, so, Rick, there you go. She opens the door, steps in. She's kind of um, looking at you expectantly. Uh, I'm just gonna go. Uh, we have need of you for something, and then yeah. I'm going to disable my my disguise. To much less dramatic effect than if I were. To yeah. But, uh, <laughs> okay. So. I'm looking at stats. Yes. So when all of a sudden you like shock somebody with a kind of deal. So let me look at a character sheet and imagine what stat it is to, oh shit, something weird. Um, I'm going to ask you to substitute this for me. Okay. Okay. And that's a great thing. We can do this. Uh, I would, um, it's what interpersonal, like let's look at that now. So you, how do you want to go about this? You're you're showing her. It almost seems like it's authority. It almost seems like, or is it imi- intimidation? Like, is it? I could use disguise. You're throwing off your disguise. I know it was a joke. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll just check it. Uh, would streetwise work? I can't. 
What fucking dark 80s timeline do you come from? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have many social, any interpersonal abilities. I don't have charm. We should have, one of us should have taken charm. God damn. Well, honestly, <laughs> that's, we probably should just use the pre, the pre-jams, but we'll go with it. Uh, I guess I can't make a zero point spend. That's not how this works. Oh, okay. Now, like, what's, but I am, um, I'm willing to kind of do this. So, you have no interpersonal whatsoever? Uh, I have bureaucracy, falsehood detection, and streetwise. Motherfucker, bureaucracy works, I guess you could say. Like, you're trying to come across as, even though like, I'm using it like authority in this case, and I think it works, and I apologize for calling you dirty names, Aaron. That's fine. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, you're you're going at her with legal mumbo-jumbos kind of stuff. Like, it, yeah, it's going to, I'm going to ask you to, to it's going to be a hard row so to speak for her not to freak the fuck out and stuff like that and then things go but you know imagine this you're yeah oh yes general oh my god like it's van damme time cop so uh you said you had a point uh i have three points of bureaucracy i said i'm setting this for a hard so it's it's five you've got to be your target number is five all right let's see how much are you uh, spending before you row? I am not going to spend anything. I got a five. <laughs> the testicular fortitude in that row was quite <laughs> impressive, Aaron. You know, I don't do anything halfway. <laughs> I got these points, but fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. So, how do you? How's it go down? Uh, she's shocked, but not overly so. What do you say? Like, I mean, yeah, she she's shocked. But it's more of a shock and awe, if that makes sense. Like, so she's seen shit just happen in front of her. You're like, yeah, um, man, you said something along the lines. I think of like, yes, ma'am. Uh, what did you say? Fuck, I can't remember what you said to her. I don't remember. We need to talk, and then yeah, automatically transform into another person all the fucking together, and and she's you know sets back and like, uh, what is this? Congratulations, you've just been recruited to Time Watch. We Time have Watch? We have need of need of someone with your skills. What skills? I fly an airplane. What's yeah. Time Watch? What? Who are you? Uh, well, Time Watch is, we are a police force that monitors the time stream and uh, uh, make sure nothing goes wrong. Make sure things happen as they should. We could use pilots like you. I would also say... Um, uh, Rick and uh, um, no, Albert can join this scene as well. He's kind of got things started. Again, you guys are unobtrusive and things like that. So unless you do anything super, you know, climb the bell tower with a rifle, nobody <laughs> notices. So God. I'd rather not be individual. Jesus. I need a babysitter in this scene. Do you care to be in this scene? I don't need a babysitter. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll kind of slink my way in. I'll avoid Anybody, you know, any higher ups and seeing me and threatening to throw me in the gulag. <laughs> okay. So, you know, he's you, you walk in, kind of you crack the door and step in. She looks at you, huh? And, you know, but she's also got the time traveler. So this is a lot of sensory overload. This so, is my partner. He's a gorilla. <laughs> I walk up and I'll shake your hand. Hi, I'm Albert. I am a gorilla. It's true. Okay. <laughs> You don't look like a gorilla. Anyway, like, I listen, I don't know what you did. I don't know what any of this is. I'm 
I'm getting ready to make history. I've got things to do. Like I, what, what is this? Like, so like, ah, uh, she just like, it's aspirated. Just kind of holds her hands up in the air. Steps so, back. so the, um, what was that device to like test her temporal stability? Oh, can I, can I take that out? Yeah. The paradoxometer. Yeah. Can I use that to get a read? Yeah. She's fine. Okay. Oh, while she's saying, I'll be like, hold still. This won't hurt. Okay, so you take pull it out, out like the scanner. Does it actually have like an like? Do you see a light out? Like you know, you see in the the shows when they're sterilizing a like an air a spaceship before you walk into the main area from being outside. Is it that kind of light, or how does it? What does it look like? Um, I figure it would like. I don't know if I have any like heads up display or anything. Yeah, uh, it's probably just got like a read on it. Yeah, you tell me what it is. Yeah, it probably does, like you were saying, look like a almost like a medical scanner from Star Trek or something. I, it doesn't like emit any light or anything, though. I'm just like kind of waving it around her. Okay. Almost light like hum. It's a wand almost. Just like... She checks out. Everything appears normal. Excellent. Okay. I guess. Would it help if I took the disguise off? Your decision. I mean... No, I'm asking her. Uh, sure. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Drop it. <laughs> yes, yeah, she steps back and holds her hand to her mouth. <laughs> oh, God. A gorilla? And, and you talk? What is this? I get time watch. Oh, I sorry. thought this was all very obvious. So kids a sales speech, guys. Whoever wants to do it. Can I, like, take out, uh, uh, like, showing her a newspaper of, like, the, <laughs> the Prepar- news reports on her disappearance with that? <laughs> an easy preparedness check would do that. I want to do that. Okay, so you, how much you want to spend? I'm going to just go ahead and spend one. Okay. Uh, it's a three plus one. Four, yeah. So you pull out something from New York Times, you see fame, uh, adventure. I can't remember what other words they used to describe Amelia Earhart besides pilot. I mean, I know she was, you know, famous and wealthy philanthropist. Brave, maybe. What was that? Aviator. Aviator. Famed, famed aviator lost his, uh, feared to be lost at sea. And like, so you hand her this article from, and she, you know, she checks the date. But that hasn't happened yet. And I, I'm, I'm, I, oh God. So is, is this what, is this what's going to happen? Yes. We're here to rescue you. To where? You're going to take me back to the States? Oh, God, no. The future. Or the past. You know the jury's a little out on that. Okay, so uh, do you can you give me a like reassurance row or anything like it? None of us have that skill, do we? But if I had reassurance, I sure could. I have bureaucracy. <laughs> do you have timecraft or anything like that? I do. I have timecraft at six. You know, yeah, that's timecraft. That's the. Uh, I think we're going to have to change your character. By the way, Aaron, I have military tactics. Why are we going to have to change my character? I thought the academic abilities, like, those are the ones that you just spend a point in and stuff like that. Like, I think, I don't know, we may look at it. I feel like we may wait at that one. It's not like you broke anything, but I think it's excessive. I could say with a um, time craft spin, you give her the long and the skinny of time travel and time watch and wh- your sales pitch, so to speak. Gotcha. Oh. Okay, so I have to so I have to say goodbye to everyone I love. But it, like it's like you were telling me, like I say goodbye to everyone I love, but I would be saying goodbye to him anyway if I hopped in that airplane and flew away. 
Yes, you'd end up as a prisoner on an island somewhere. Sir, are you threatening to arrest her too? <laughs> no, that's actually a thing that happened to Amelia Earhart. Is it's believed she ended up as a prison, a Japanese POW. One of the scenarios, yeah. Yeah, Ethan. <laughs> they also think they found her dead body on the island too. So it's like it could be either or, guys. Seriously. So yeah, I mean that's one. Like that's the thing. We don't even know what happened to her at Time Watch. We just know that she's gone. By the time anyone gets there, it is. What was that? Probably because we snatched her. Yeah, I do have paradox prevention. I don't know. I would really. Uh, Well, that you—that's what you use on other things. Yeah, but that's just the nature of this kind of game here. You're just trying to think like a couple steps ahead and behind at the same time. But yes, so you. All right. So what about Fred? We can bring him along too. I think. No, we can't. (laughs) What? What? that's a we, weren't told to bring, we weren't told to bring him back. What's your, what was your character? Uh, you already answered this first. And this discussion is happening in front of her. No. <laughs> yes. Like, can, can, we got, can I like, teleport back to HQ and just like pop my head in and ask the Greek guy? <laughs> just like seconds after we should. leave the office. Oh, yeah. No. Where like I, here's what, we'll go with this. That's if I could just prolong it. Like technically, yeah. I mean, you could if you want to spend the points, you could go for it. Yeah. Or you oh, could yeah, just spend to, to teleport. All right. If you want to make the chrono ta- the chrono stability check, I mean, we will forego the. Um, I, I'll say if you do, if you. Oh man, you know you gotta give me two of them if you do this. Yeah. It may be it, like so. You could do this, or you could just bring him and ask for forgiveness later. Yeah, he disappears. So he something's gotta. He gotta do something with him. <laughs> well, we either kill him or we bring him with us. <laughs> listen, I can't. Listen, I I see you guys. I, Fred, if I go, Fred goes. That's the only way we're gonna do this. I I'm not like if I go down in the plane, he's supposed to go down in the plane. I, I'm not. I'm not abandoning him. We've been through all this together. We can keep. We'll keep on going. Uh, Adam, can I pop back to Time Watch Base real quick and try and get some kind of tranquilizer <laughs> shit use if you want to start making <laughs> checks <laughs> i'm gonna like i will like Aaron, destabilize your... himself out of the time stream trying to <laughs> try. air heart my god he's making him a... <laughs> Aaron, like yes. if you if you want to like but like you know like you know what the word consent means right Yes, I know what consent means. <sighs> Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to bring up to to Rick. Like, well, you know, we already rigged that plane to crash into the island, so I think we pretty much have to take him. Or we could put him in the plane. I'll like quickly try and try and like talk or no, yes, he's coming. He'll come with us. <laughs> yes. We, I think we need to get him into the plane so they at least find a body. You really want to kill this guy. <laughs> I'm just trying to tie up loose ends, all right? <laughs> and then we're going to get that mechanic. <laughs> you know, too much. Jesus. I'm just trying to tie everything up, and I'm, I feel like I'm being pilloried for that, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> okay, so... I, I like the banner, man. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> if you want to go into this social combat, create a fucking mess. Like I will. Like, we, 
drop them by. Otherwise, like we will say that you have agreed to to uh, like you've agreed to take him. Or if you want to make two chrono stability checks, one there, one back to ask for permission, or to get chloroform or bone solvent. Uh, I wasn't thinking like chloroform. I just meant like a dart or a set or a, like a, a hypodermic needle or something. I already have mem tags. That's what we, they are. We do have mem. And you got a stun gun. I do have a stun gun. Uh, fuck it. We're gonna we're gonna stun her. It's oh, just coming Jesus. back. She's <laughs> coming back with us. Look, they they need her. They, they need us to get her, and we're getting her one way or the other. Nobody's getting hurt. She said They're she would what? come if we brought if we brought the other one. Yeah, but then we got a loose end. Then he knows too much. Fred, he's fucking. Oh, no, not Fred. Uh, Albert, he's he, like she's getting concerned. Like this exchange, she's starting to back up a bit. Um, like nice you said, it, what? I think so. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say, Ethan? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> so, like, real quick, give me a second here. Cause I do want to look up how that stun gun works. <sighs> Aaron, like, like, am I actually fucking up your experience by like trying no. to keep you from like <laughs> floating away like a balloon from a small child? No, you're you're providing an interesting challenge. It's I like having to find my way around your roadblocks. <laughs> oh shit, shit, shit! Like, I mean, it's a shooting check, so it's nothing like. Super big. I'm just trying to find um, how that works. Like, you know what? I want to. I want to wrap this up anyway for the session. So why don't you do like? So how, how do you pull the gun on him and do the fire? Like, we'll see if if you hit. I'm not going to say you automatically cool to growl him, but like, so like uh, while arguing with Albert, I'm just going to pull it out, point it at him, and fire. Albert's not there. Oh, not. Oh, yeah, I thought that's who I was oh, arguing. Is, I'm thinking of like like Fred. Or whatever his name is, uh, he saves some. Uh, Albert saves pulling on you first, so I consider that an initiative. <laughs> yes, let's so combat. All right. Okay, so going for the sun gun, and I guess your pacifier. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I mean, when I go for mine, I'm just going to yell and try and intimidate him. Okay, so you're not actually going to shoot him yet, All right? You're doing the, the stand down kind of thing. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I do have two points in intimidation, if that I, is relevant. I can't. Well, I've never had to do player versus player in Gumps, you guys. This is a first. Look, I'm just breaking you in, Adam. <laughs> uh, so, man, I can't wait to shut this recording off and tell you how this scene was supposed to play out. Um, so, Albert pulls the gun. Albert, take over. All right. I'm going to just kind of roar at him and, with my free hand slap my chest and kind of brandish the uh, stun gun at him. At me or at? At you. Oh, okay. At you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to point my stun gun at Albert. <laughs> Rope play. I'm going to need you to put your gun away and go wait outside like a good little gorilla, okay? Uh, damn it, Rick. Now is not the time. You heard me. Outside. Uh, well, I'm going to pull the trigger. <laughs> nice. How much are you spending? Uh, what is this, shooting? Yeah. I'm going to spend two on that. Uh, let's see. It's, what's your athletics at, Aaron? 
Nine. Yeah, your threshold. You gotta hit. You gotta beat a four. All right. We'll cancel what I just said. I'm spending three. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I rolled two plus three is five. Okay. So in the in the sake of me being able to post this game and not going <laughs> fuck this and throw it in the trash can, uh, I would say you drop him. Just oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Uh, I've been wanting to do that for a long time. <sighs> what kind of organization are you guys running? That's not important. Look, we're new we're new partners and so on and so forth. And uh, you you know the drill. All right, you ready to go? Uh, uh, I. I guess if uh, Fred can go to absolutely okay, and she like let me go get him. I want to try. I want to turn on the disguise, and I want to come with. Oh, okay. I will take Aaron's stun gun with me. <laughs> God damn it! Are you gonna bag and tag him to be picked up? <laughs> yep. That's all you have to do is you just like the like the um, the uh, mem tag on his head. Oh, and, and it's just a beacon, and then they, they get the signal at Time Watch, and they're like, he's gone. You damn dirty ape. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah, I think, I, I we'll think that ahead. seems sensible at this point. <laughs> yeah, we'll say this. like uh, Just so we can... I'm, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. We've been doing this for about three hours, maybe? Close. Close to it. Uh, so pretty much, uh, you go ahead, get Fred, you do the, do the um, exchange so to speak, I explained to him and stuff like that. He takes it a little hard about, you know, what's going on. And uh, they, they agree to travel with you back to Time Watch. Nice. So we'll go ahead. And uh, by the way, I always forget to do this till after the fact. For you wanting to shoot him anyway, I'm going to give both. Well, for this exchange and for Aaron being so damnably like trying to. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, w- I want to put the thing in the bicycle spoke and fall down. I've got to do it. Like, so, yeah, we'll go ahead. I'll give you all both stitches anyway. You're not going to need one, Aaron. You're getting a free ride. Good. But we'll say you make it back to Time Watch. I will ask for this, though. Um, like, what are we going to do? Like, how how did you rig up the uh, – how does the plane taken off without her kind of deal? Like, did you just have it set to go off in the early hours or something like that in the morning and just, like <laughs> – off by itself uh hologram I got a hologram of her like waving while she starts taking off all right so tell you what the last the last head. check i'll give you then is uh, can we can i give you this your preparedness for that then yep that'd be fine right there and oh baby that's a five plus one. Oh yeah you got her and fred like nobody can actually remember speaking to her and stuff like that it's just whenever like people got around she just was pulling out waving and they never even saw her get in the airplane, and she takes off. Um, back at HQ, like, boom, you're back to Time Watch. You're back in that receiving area. You see a um, disoriented uh, Rick in a wheelchair, and you see a very pissed-off Hypatia <laughs> standing there as you all return. Uh, he, he looks at you. Uh, Miss Earhart, Mr. Noonan, glad to meet you. Glad to meet you. you. Can I have a word with you for a moment? Jesus Christ, he pulls you aside. Jesus Christ, what the fuck went sideways on this goddamn mission? Oh, Rick didn't want to take Fred. She was about to bail. So, okay, like that's good. You got her here, but like what? Rick didn't want to take Fred. What was Rick's suggestion? Well, you know, Rick, he, he, he can be a little hot-headed. Be a little impulsive sometimes. 
Oh God, you guys are both on. Uh, you, I'm gonna have to place you both on administrative, and then all of a sudden you hear a scream fill the room. Uh, Aaron, uh, Rick's coming too at this point. I mean, you're you're there. You just haven't quite got your feet under you. You know what I mean? Uh, you ever been put out? Under, you ever had to go under for surgery? I have. You know how you're in and then you're out and then you're in and out until you're in for good, like you're back. Yeah, dude. You're kind of yes, going through that right there, but you, you, you hear a scream and two screams actually. And then you see Fred Noonan and Amelia Earhart are, they, they seem to be um, translucent almost like they're, they're fading in and out. Like at times they're solid and they're going um, like to see through almost. Hypatia says, Oh my God. So what? I still have the, um, I still have that temporal. Yeah, the uh, paradoxometer. Yep, I'm taking that out. Okay, you hit them a lick with that. Oh yeah, they dropped down. They're at twenty uh, percent. Something's happened. Oh shit. Um, with uh, paradox prevention, chrono stability. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, so I could, I could roll chrono stability or uh, not chrono stability. Fuck, what's that? Uh, um, Timecraft. It's oh god, it's reality anchor. It's a general ability. Yeah, reality anchor. I would say you're sobering up enough, uh, Rick, to where you can interact as well. Yeah, good. Let him go. Okay, so you're you're gonna sit there like a petulant child. Okay. Yes. More trouble than they're worth. Okay, so yeah, if you want to, if you want to spend um, some points of reality anchor and make a roll, I will say that you can stabilize them. Yeah, I'm gonna spend two points. Okay. Oh, that's a two plus two is four. Four. Yeah, you're fine. So you you get it you get I'm gonna say two for one I'm not gonna be a dick and make you roll for both of them. No, I'm be just, a dick. Make no. you roll for both. <laughs> no, but so no. She uh I uh I you you see you, your your level you hit them with the uh up with the reality anchor which is basically it, it almost looks like it can look like whatever you want to but I think it looks like in my mind it looks like a um, I would say something you got to make skin contact with or something like that or contact with them. So, you know, somewhere like a cross between a defibrillator and a, um, I don't know, something small. It's not like you're getting, uh, yeah, they, they could get a shock. You explain it to me. You know as much about it as I do. I just know that it, yeah. it levels out that the descriptions, there isn't one in the book. <laughs> so how do you save the day? Uh, I guess, yeah, I just, I like look at the uh, the reader thing I say my God, she's down to 20%. And I run over there and I just slap real quick the uh, okay. the reality, reality anchor. anchors on him. Okay. And I yell for the Greek guy to come over. Okay. Hypatia, is that his name? Hypatia. At least that's how I'm saying it. Yeah. And, okay, so yeah, so he goes ahead and he, he's running over. He's pulling out his own equipment and like administering to Fred. He looks over. It's like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And uh, Rick, what's your time craft at? Six. I have six time craft. You want you care? You want to make a spend? Uh, or like, do you want to s- diagnose the problem? Uh, I could. You know what? Yeah, I'll help out. Why not? Okay, <laughs> back on the team. Um, for now. All right. So with the, with that spend, you recognize what this is here. Like somebody has like they've whoever has been trying like for some reason somebody has went back in time to remove Amelia Earhart. So ideally, you know, she was smoothly transitioned out of like one timeline over to time watch. Now, apparently someone is 
or someone or something is gunning for her. So they've went back and eliminated her at another time period. And you can, you could even see like, you don't have to kill Fred to make Fred experience paradox because Fred wouldn't be here. If Amelia Earhart wasn't here, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So do you share this information or do you just kind of, you know what? Yeah. Because I'm a good team member. I'll let them know. <laughs> okay. And? Uh, someone is trying to remove Amelia Earhart from an earlier point in the time stream. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm kind of a dick for making you say that after I basically said it for you. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have done that. That may not have been good game mastering. Hey, Pace, <laughs> hey, looks at both of you. He's like, you're going to have to go back. Hell, I am. <laughs> cue, cue dramatic music. Boom. Fade out. And we'll call it a session. Nice. So um, first and foremost, uh, we're halfway through this for this um, this little deal. Uh, thoughts, suggestions, like in all seriousness, like I want your honest opinion, you know, of, of the system, because I'm, I'm a big fan of it, despite my usage of it. And um, like, is there anything you liked, anything that you could critique, something I could have done better that like any questions? I'm enjoying it. It's just requiring a lot more uh, problem solving than I was anticipating. Okay. A lot of thinking on your feet kind of. Uh... Yeah. I wasn't expecting, I wasn't expecting to, to have to like think about shit like, all right, well, if I do this and this is going to happen, which is a problem, which I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's just, I did not see that coming. It's, it's just like it for me. So I will go ahead and pull back the, the curtains for you and everyone else on this. Uh, this is my second time running this scenario. And I've, I've, I've finally fine-tuned in my head what a person does when they run time watch. My problem is, uh, d- did you have that same argument with the first scene on the plane, necessarily? What do you mean? Like, was it more straightforward when you were fighting, doing an air battle? A little bit, yeah. It was... It was a lot less, okay, Okay. what am I going to fuck up if I do this? No, and see, this is the problem, and this is this is why this game intimidates me. It's so great, but it, it's, it's intimidating, and you just got to learn these things. I gave you a choice that I shouldn't have gave. Like, the scene was supposed to play out at, um, at Island that I'm not going to flip through. Nick Nikomuru, uh, it, it was supposed to take place there. So by giving you the option of um like not just traveling to the island and waiting for her to show up yeah. like it just it you know it opens up like further interactions with other people and stuff like that that yeah you know, we just had to kind of dance around a bit gotcha you know but you know at the same time i don't i hate taking player agency away and things like that so i just as a rule of thumb if i if, you know when i run this again or if any of you anyone out there listening to this is interested and want to run time watch you know if you present the information to him, like you need to go to Nikamuru Island and rescue Amelia Earhart, then it becomes less of like, well, how do I get Amelia Earhart? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, yeah, I get what you mean. So yeah. that, that was my deal. It uh, takes the puzzle solving out of it. Yeah. And it, well, there would be a puzzle on the island itself, but it would be like, unless you wanted to do the other types of scenes and stuff like that. If you have something in mind, Let's put it that way. If you have something in mind, make it less of an option and more of a like make it more of a suggestion when you're like you need to go back to this point in time. 
but don't be don't be surprised if your players aren't thinking on their feet and going, okay, well, if that's the case, why don't I kidnap her before? Because this is the second time somebody's kidnapped Amelia Earhart, essentially, when I do this. <laughs> because both times I ran this, I never go, you need to go to Nicomuru Island. Yeah, gotcha. So, uh, anything else? Uh, I can't really think of anything, though. Awesome. Ethan? Uh, not really, not off the top of my head, no. Awesome, man. I like the set, or the, um, I like the system. Yeah, gumshoe works well. And yeah. here's, oh, it, it's, dude, it's, I had Kevin Culp, who wrote this, played it, ran a game for me at Gen Con, and it's, you know, when you got the master of it running it, it's, it's tons of fun. I do want to say this on the game. Ah, uh, shoot. It's, yeah, you gotta, you gotta think on your feet and stuff like that, but it's a really forgiving game to where, like, I allowed you to use authority instead of, or bureaucracy instead of authority or, or vice versa and things like that. Like, it's, you can kind of do these things. It's not a big deal. It's, it's loose. It's pulp. It's supposed to be fun and, like, not a horror-ish. I can't think of what else I was going to say. So I think I may just call it here. Does that sound good, guys? Worse than me. Thank you all for playing. I look forward to... Oh, fuck it. I remember exactly what I was going to say. When I deviate, when I deviated the first time and when I deviated the second time by going off my original idea, it felt like as far as story beats go, you've already beat the game. Does that make sense? Yeah. So for me, I, th- I really feel like if if I were going to run this a thir- uh, another game of Time Watch again... Like the airplane scene, it probably went maybe another 15 minutes too long. I actually thought about throwing that entire thing out and starting you all at um, the um, the search for Amelia Earhart. But you know, when I deviated, it felt like you guys had already got her back, case closed and all that. So I had to do a, a little bit of juggling right there just to keep the thing going. Yeah, no, I thought that worked really well. Oh, appreciate it. Yes. Well, we'll go ahead, I guess. Aaron, say goodnight to the nice folks. Good night. Good night. <laughs> All right, take care.